Welcome back to the Love Boat Project, episode 17. I am your host, Mike Taylor, as always with me, my co-host, Mike Robertson. Ahoy, Mike. Ahoy, Captain. Well. 17 episodes in, you're finally costumed. This is, in, this is impressive. Big day. When you have a head as large as this, literally, yeah. there was some special ordering. Just saying, it took took some things. The did wheels you take that off motion. like a. You took it off like a Bob's Big Boy promotional, <laughs> like yeah, Easter Island, Easter Island. One of the statues had a captain's hat on. I retrieved. Captain's hats are oddly available in any costume. Like we both have them. I think we probably don't really have real captain's hats. No, they are know. everywhere, but it is hard because sometimes it's like, well, I don't want a sexy captain's hat. <laughs> I no. just need, or a no. bachelorette party captain. <laughs> I just need no, a captain's hat one. for a 45 year old TV show. Yeah. I don't need a vinyl captain's hat. No, 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 no. That's not at all what no. I need. No. Yeah. No. That's funny. Uh, so the episode we're going to talk about this evening, uh, original air date, February 3rd, 1978 episode titled the last of the Stubings, Ooh, the million dollar man, the sisters, spoiler alert, Ted DiBiase is not in this episode. I and was no, nor is Lee majors. <laughs> yeah. I, what's going on? I got to tell you, spoiler alert, Bill Thompson yeah. is neither Ted DiBiase or Lee Majors. So. He's literally the $1 million man, maybe. He's the pile of money dollar man. He's not the million dollar man if you're just going to constantly just throw it around in a hotel room. <laughs> so. or, or if your plan is to have the money only for a couple of days and then immediately go to prison. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. What what once again, I'm I you are someone who has said you do not enjoy the murder and crime and who done it's on this not show. On the boat. No. We've had a few current criminal related episodes here in the last month or so, two months. Mm-hmm. And um every criminal worse than the one before him. <laughs> so, so dumb. It is, it is not good. Just, crime does not pay. So it does. It does if you're not dumb about it. Good yeah. Lord. If yeah, you go on is, vacation, go on vacation. Like, we'll get into it, but this is the exact opposite of the caper crew that we had a couple weeks ago where they is. had a, a good, they seem to have a, a lot of planning and it didn't go well. Bill, apparently great at stealing, bad at everything else. So And, ag- and aggressive. You ever hear the word lay low, Bill? Good Lord. Yeah. I got a lot of problems. I got a lot of problems with Bill and almost everybody else on this boat this week. So. I'm not a fan of it. I don't think anybody on this boat. So what's on? It's Saturday night, February 1978. Post, uh, we're, in a, we're in the post Groundhog Day. Post-gr- <laughs> it's so. almost summertime. <laughs> and then keep in mind now, at, at this time, starting uh, like I think it was last week, was the first time that it was the one-two punch of the love boat leading right into Fantasy Island. Oh, that's so right. We're at nine o'clock sa- now. Yeah, it's a big Saturday night. CBS at nine. Uh, the Jeffersons. Uh, nine thirty. Maud. Mm, that's some heavy hitters that the love boat's going hitters. up against. Heavy hitters. NBC at nine o'clock. There's a movie on Mike. Movie's called Ring of Passion, and I know I really popped that pee, but. I was just excited about this movie. 
not about wrestling, but <laughs> the story behind the two fights between heavyweight champion Joe Lewis and Max Schmeling in the late 1930s. Wow. I, I mean, if I wasn't crazy about the love boat, I, I would watch that. We couldn't tape That's it. Interesting. Is it okay? So is it a TV movie or is it a movie movie? It's a, it's a TV movie. It's oh, a bunch of people I've never heard of in it. So the boxing scenes must be horrible. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so. I, bet I bet a late seventies version oh, of nineteen thirties like, boxing. Mm. Are we just we're just post Rocky? So post Rocky one, right? Post Rocky pre Raging Bull, probably the two definitive boxing cinematic movies. Hey, of, you know, maybe this era. was the inspiration. I'm sure the maker of Ring of Passion likes to think that. You know, I started the boxing movie phenomena. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Bob. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, Johnny Passion. That <laughs> happened. Bill Ring. Bill Ring. So that's kind of what's what's on. The uh anything else to go over before we get to the synopsis of the episode ahead. So I was gonna save it, but you know, there's there's two places we can put this note, basically, the beginning or the end. So we're going to go with the beginning just to kind of set the tone, I think, for everybody. So I don't know uh, how valuable the IMDb ratings are for the programs. Um, whenever I watch a series, whenever I binge a series, I do go into IMDb a lot. I like to see, you know, guest stars and things like that. Before you Generally, watch or after? Before or after? It depends. Um, a lot of times it's before just in terms of like, oh, how many seasons are in this thing and how many episodes are in these seasons? And are there anything, are there any outliers, right? Like you'll watch a show and almost every rating will be between a 7.2 and a 7.8. But when you see that nine or something like that for a season finale, you're like looking for those outliers. Okay. Gotcha. Right. And, and, uh, like I binged lost about six months ago, rewatch of lost and like the highest rated ones are the ones I remember being the best and the lowest rated ones are the ones I remember being the lowest. So I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a good like shorthand for makes them. sense. Leads you in the right direction. At least the so love boat has been pretty consistently mid to high sixes, low to mid sevens, like not a lot of variants. They're all about the, the same. Nothing crazy great. If you had a graph, it would be pretty steady. Uh oh. This week is a 6.1. Now, this is the lowest rating that I've seen for this season. So I went back and looked. Uh, this is the lowest rated one of the season of the ones wow. we have done so far. That makes sense. The only thing that was even close was a 6.4, which was the dog episode, the Barry, the Barry Keys episode. Oh. That makes sense. Okay. I assume that was just you smashing your computer. Ugh. But okay, fine. That's not a crazy couple points off. That's a couple people's opinions, whatever. That's not <laughs> insane, right? What is insane is this will be the lowest rated episode according to IMDb until season seven, episode Whoa. 23. Wow. How bad is that? Which, one? which was also a 6.1. So we never touch 6.1 again until Ed Bagley shows up in 1984. Is that pre or post St. Elsewhere? I imagine it's around St. Elsewhere. During St. Elsewhere. Um, There's another 6.1 that then takes place in season nine. It's the season opener. 
And the synopsis is basically the cruise gets a makeover, like the ship gets a makeover and they bring on the dancers. The dancers. There's mermaid dancers in the last season of the love boat. So this is like wait, death wait, 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 door. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> on the they're dancing around the ship. They're, they're, they're the part pool. of the cast. They're part of the cast. I don't know. They have personalities and stuff. The love boat mermaids, and there's like six of them. People didn't like it apparently because it got a six point one. So huh. that's in season nine. The only thing lower in the whole run of the show this is, is the same season, season nine. Now this is post Julie. This is out. current. This sure. is the mermaid dancers. I think mermaid this dancers. is when uh, when Ted McGinley's in. Ted I think McGinley. It's, it's well, all over, that's right? a kiss that's, of death right there. Yeah. We're at the end. The lowest rated episode, according to IMDb, of The Love Boat, season nine, episode 13 on February 1st, 1986. Got a 4.8. Oh, who is and the... And stars? Oh, no. Terry? Oh, no, no, no. Hogan. <laughs> no, 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 that's impossible. <laughs> oh no. So anyway, yeah, I'm even more say, I'm even more excited a, for that episode now. Like this is a comically bad episode based on everybody's opinion. So I'm ready to dive in because I did not disagree. <laughs> so. It's funny that this as bad as this is, it's still head and shoulders above the uh, the Terry Bollea project. Like a, point a, a point and a half is a lot. Oh, so. That's a lot. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to have shook you, but we have eight years for you to forget this fact, and uh, before we get to so it, and you'll be I'll excited. Completely forget it. it uh, could... We'll be so ecstatic by the time we get to the oh, end of season nine. Oh my god! It's gonna be. Oh, it'll just be a season of celebration. There's just lots of sparklers. Just come on. There's the finish line. So let me give you the synopsis for the episode this week. Uh, And again, this is from TV Guide. I want to clarify because I want to be consistent when I pull these. Captain Steubing announces that his nephew will be joining the cruise. An embezzler is strongly attracted to a lovely undercover cop. Hey, spoiler alert. That's a good point. She's not undercover. undercover. She's on vacation. (laughs) And then an attractive spinster causes problems by becoming involved with another passenger. That's another weird. I mean, to be fair to TV Guide, there was a lot going on here in terms of like plot moving around. But that was that was incorrect. Can I? She wasn't causing problems. No. Can I get a definition on spinster? (laughs) Do you know how old she was? How old she's supposed to be? Because I well, that's my point. Because she's hanging out with Marion Ross, like so, she's got to be mid forties at least. She's forty five in real life. Look at that. Look at that. So now Pat Crowley, I think, is who it was. Who I who I do not know. I thought she was actually a very attractive woman, but they made her look like she was seventy eight years old. Well, this just because how she was dressed and her hair was all right, weird. Exactly. But like 45 is not old, said the 45 year old. But it's like maybe it was just, old in 70. Ages are weird on this thing. And we haven't had an age thing in a while. But everybody is kind of the same age, but they are not played as the same age. No, no. Person. Interesting. Yeah, it's funny. It is funny. Yeah, so that that's the synopsis. Kind of a weird thing. Let's go right to the guest star since we're, we kind of hit on that. 
not in alphabetical order. Marion Ross, obviously happy days, 74 to 84. I didn't realize it was a 10-year run. Oh, they were probably uh, dragging that thing out to the end. I mean, people were leaving left and right on that show by the end. Didn't Ted McGinley join this too? Join that show I think too? He's been on every show. Yes. Yeah, he's on every <laughs> show. Uh, Pat Crowley, tons of TV. Again, just these. I don't know who any of these people are. Tons of TV experiences. This Peter was Eisen, sorry. Oh, this was the. I would say of all the episodes we've done, this was the fewest percentage-wise people I knew by name. Yeah, I really only knew two people, and that's that's really low for me. And I don't think the portals would have helped either. I think the portals would have made it more confusing. You'd be like, who? The, right? They didn't do portals for this. Can be like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> yeah, right. You yes. really want Peter Isaacson's face in a portal? It wouldn't fit. <laughs> Come on, that guy. Ugh. Uh, Brett Halsey, Clark Tyler. No. Marsha, Str- there's nothing. I have question marks after any of these because it's like so many. Oh, you like, didn't know, you didn't know Marcia Strassman? No. That's Mrs. That's Mrs. Cotter. I did not put the two together. Yeah. That's even... Gabe Cotter. That's Gabe Kaplan's wife in the show. Yeah. I that's the second it. person I knew. Well, I did not even. Hmm. Yeah. Everybody I knew else. She looked familiar, no. but she had yeah. such a long list of TV appearances. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, no. That's that. That's what it was. So really, you had Mrs. Cunningham and Mrs. Cotter in 1978. That's that's a pretty big get. So I think they were hanging their hat on those two. That's a lot to hang a hat on. I mean, it's and I mean the male the male leads are thin. You talking about Frank Converse? (laughs) Not a real name. (laughs) Not a real name. I think after this, you think he just went by Bill Thompson because it was a more like credible name. Johnny Converse. <laughs> Frank Baker Converse. King. What's wrong with you? All right. Let's get into it. Uh the captain has summoned the crew for a for a little meeting before we uh we set sail. And he's letting them know that his nephew will be aboard the cruise um to begin this career at sea because you know he's a stooping. Um, Julie asked what he's going to do. Steubing says everything starting at the bottom. So he's going to work with Gopher, which is shot at Gopher, like shot at Gopher. So, so they make a point that he's going to Annapolis, right? So yeah. in theory, he's a college student going to Navy, right? Like, right. Is, That's yeah. Right? So yeah. Four years. So right. right. So a <laughs> Annapolis will take care of all that training. B, this is not. A military vessel. <laughs> this is a floating hotel, greeting people and jamming pillows <laughs> under people's heads, and whatever Stubing does. Like I'm usually not as hard on Stubing as you are, but this whole thing is like Captain cosplay. It is like he's is. got he's got his staff lined up, and he's walking up and down the aisle it's like he's Luke Gossett in an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> It's just on, well, the other thing that bugged me so much. So, you know, I, I, I do have, have an appreciation for military tradition. Right. And Captain Steubing does this thing and he's done it since the first episode. I just trying to stifle myself. It's the two finger salute, the two finger salute. There is no. Okay. So and I was like, who is that even a thing? It is a thing. It's used by the Polish armed forces and the Cub Scouts. 
That's who it's used by. <laughs> so he can go to this stupid two finger salute when he leaves. It's not even a thing. Do you think he's like the father of the Cub Scout Navy? <laughs> it's like he's. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> that's funny. I was just like, well, we've talked about this before. That? We've talked about this before. That stupid. And this is another in the long line all season of the crew's reaction to Stubing is inconsistent. We Wild. are back to, I mean, Julie is basically eye rolling him when Ooh. he walks away. What Doc, do you hear what Doc said? He's overbearing, humorless, and bald. Yeah, That's I mean, Doc, said, like. Doc is always kind of giving him the crap. It's really the other three. That the come and whichever go, way the, whichever way the wind's blowing, too. So, but it's like he's trying to come off as this. Like, again, I always come back, it should have been Wilfred Brimley or somebody older with gravitas. And this is just somebody who is just trying to gather his whole staff, four people, um, in a very small room before a cruise. And by the way, you can say it all you want, Steuben. You love having pre cruise meetings with the staff, like, you know, he, he loves that. But is this is the only time, time you get to talk to them. Yeah, but is this the time to have a meeting? People are boarding yeah. the ship. And, what and you know you what doing? else, too? This is, you know, like, say by the bell, it was basically just the five of them. Mm-hmm. But they would at least throw other people in the hallway and, like, there'd like be somebody at the locker and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. bodies. Just throw bodies right. at them. Because they couldn't be the only students in the high school. Exactly. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They just needed to have a few other people milling about or in the background like you got to have a couple white shirts right well, just, it's just like there's like they only have four stormtroopers on this whole ship yeah you know what i mean it's no, like, well, what, it, where's everyone else you could have just a, a who cares anderson exactly just exactly. whatever it, it just it really brings it's it's already bad enough that you're only going to show them their three jobs for, <laughs> right. for courtney to learn but like just give me some background bodies and they're not short on extras in this episode because there's 78 people in the pool in that one shot. Tons of people so, in the pool, random women carrying yeah. bags right. on the thing. Just like get them. One, just, just get, just get them some need much. starch whites. Yeah. Right. You don't even need much. It's just. Mm. Just fill it out a little bit. Fill out the universe a little bit. Oh, boy. Rose Higby is boarding the ship now, Mike, with her sister, Noreen Badger. And they are worriedly, they're worried about leaving their cats in the care of their vet. Okay, we're we're painting. It's what Kathy, what is it? Ack, you know, that whole thing. This is, <laughs> Ack. <laughs> oh, this kills me. Uh, like the, okay, okay, so, okay, I get it. So women in their 40s, they're cat ladies, like what? Yeah, never uh, mind, never mind that Noreen is incredibly successful. Like, like yeah, she like, owns she owns her own business on La Brea in a building. <laughs> like it's like she's Yeah, Rose might be like a hanger on. I got problems. Maybe with that's Rose, what though. she's worried about. This whole thing <laughs> is like I'm gonna lose my meal ticket. Spoiler alert. I have problems with almost everyone in this episode. Oh, yeah, they deserve <laughs> so, they deserve yeah. every minute of it. Yeah. Uh Noreen says that the vets, the, the boarding service is expensive, but well worth it. Gopher's trying to sort of make conversation. He says, well, you get what you pay for. And here's the other thing. Noreen says she hopes so, because this cruise is costing them a fortune. Yep. I bumped on that, too. 
So I'm like, we have no idea. Well, then I know where you must be staying, right? In we the, know that in suite. The, oh, in the, in the promenade suite. In the promenade suite where the bed looks like a cardboard box. I mean, but we, we have debated this the whole season, right? How much does this thing cost? Yeah. And then we brought it up a couple weeks ago because you had the Hollywood elite and poor blind people on it. Last week, we had Scatman Carruthers who paid for it with, you know, selling peanuts at a stadium. And then you have very successful people, Noreen and 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 well, the ad guy that didn't didn't show like that guy was right. of of right. a certain yeah 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 John John Ritter had enough money on on him to just buy a ticket real quick like it's not consistent and as we've seen every room in this damn hotel looks the same so it's not like there's even like a, a class system or a tier there you know, that you're getting so it was weird it was weird that they made such a point of that. It Except I guess they were, I think they were trying to establish that these were successful people. I don't know. But there was a lot of like retro con boat stuff here in this opening scene. Just, I bet if this is the case, I bet you their menu was very tiered. You know, like, oh, you I mean, you could probably have like sloppy Joe or you could have caviar. Like the menu's 27 pages long for you know, corn dog too. I mean, it just it, it, were they catering to everybody? Well, it's they, a field they, they're too loosey goosey about. It. I think because every time you get three new writers on a show, yeah. there's no yeah. co- like the, it's there's the no show. Bi- there's no show Bible. That's the no, problem. There, there has yeah. to be some sort of like mythology that you have to right. follow. But like, there should be a rule: the boat costs this much, and if your people in your episode have a price issue you have to address it right like just set some guidelines just be like hey uh so a a handsome man behind her after she says that mumbles something i couldn't you could i went back like eight times to figure it out and he basically was like you tell him or you give him what's for i think he was agreeing but almost like right on sister it was like it was the first it was the first of many odd pickup lines by Weird. Clark Tyler that worked. So good for him. Just, I just want to say, like, if this is a 6.1, I feel like we're off to a good 6.1 start. Like, right yeah. now, this is about a three. About a three. So, And I will say this. <laughs> hmm. It was better in the first half. <laughs> way better. Way better. It's about to be terrible. It's about to get bad. Yep. And not not even just bad, but they were like it was so stretched out. It's like, can this just be a twenty three minute episode? We don't. And it was almost like good. whoever wrote the first half of all these things, uh, somebody out. else came in and wrote the second half. Looking at the first half, <laughs> I don't want to be associated with this. Goodbye. I'll tell you what, who didn't write is Art Bear. Art Bear nope. did not I'm write a, this. I looked because I was I looked with like one eye open. I was like, please tell me our guys did not write any no, of these, and no, they did no, not. No, you, no, yeah, that's our guys are way better. They, there's they yep. no. Yep. And you know what? If this was like the sort of parameters they dealt with, they would have done a much better job. They would have made yeah. chicken salad out of this. Oh, listen, there is an episode in here. Yeah. It's oh, just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, there's yeah. definitely not three stories, but no, maybe but this is not. This is the frustrating part about this episode is this is not a pranks episode or the dog episode. No, like it's, it's legit. That's what makes there it are three stories here and they're just terrible. So 
And it's funny because all three stories in my mind would be throwaway stories, would be the throwaway story on any other episode. It's the third epi- It's the third story of all three shows. Yeah. Kind of like when you snow, when you plow snow and you got that little bit left, you got a shovel. It's all gray. Yeah. That's all they had left for this one. Must have been. It's a almost like they shot their. It's almost like they shot their wad with the two parter. Like if you had dropped this into the two, one of these into the two parter, oh. and pulled one of the two parter ones, you yeah, probably would much better. Yeah. And again, at least have some names on a crap episode. At unless least it's that, that thing where balance it. Or unless it's that thing where it's like we don't have any names, let's use the junk. Screw it. Yeah. You know, but at least they didn't. Off. Well, and again, maybe this is why they end up recycling guests so quickly already is because this is what happens. You get stuck with Bill Converse or whatever. It's is. Bill Converse. That's <laughs> a great name. Great name. Real name. Real name, too. Uh, yeah. So you handsome man blah, 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 that we couldn't quite make out. Uh, Noreen uh, kind of glares at him and tells him yeah. to mind his business. And then he like tries to grab her suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler is not minding his own business. He Dude, is going right for it. What if she had like maced him? I mean, it was just Brett Halsey as Clark Tyler. I don't. Yeah. I was just what the heck? How old do you think Brett Halsey is? Well, there was a lot going on with that hair. Like he had Jim Stafford. He had some Jim Stafford hair going. I, I'd say 50, 50, but I'd say, I'd say 52. He is 50. the exact same age as Pat Crowley, 45. No, he doesn't. Again, what I think my for, age. he is my age. <laughs> like age. I, I feel like age was just different in the seventies. It's very different. And, and it's funny because they did Pat Crowley and maybe Pat Crowley looks like that. Like maybe that's her style or whatever, but maybe. they, in my opinion, they didn't do her any favors. Whereas, uh, no, no, they Mark didn't. Tyler, you're right. He could have been 58. Well, look, it's <laughs> just, just he, been surprised. he's got some hair challenges, which I, that's fine, but yeah. it was just his overall, but his, his eyes were, t- and they didn't, yeah. they didn't help him with like all the close up and wonders. It was just, mm, mm, yeah, it was just a. But yeah, the the move, weird. the move. Just his response to mind your own business is grabbing her bag. What? <laughs> I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, why? You Where? Know what, you, you know what I did? I did not pick up on this until like the third time I had this on, which mm. was today in the background. And um, it's a short cruise. It's it's a three dayer. Um, it is. Well, here's why That's you know a lot that to go down in three days, right? But they you you figure it out by the ending of the bank heist storyline. Why? Because after so, the Mazelton, because it's only that's the only well, stop because in he stole the money on Friday and Monday's a bank holiday. So, so that's how oh, I figured it out was three days. But anyway, that that's why Clark Tyler and Bill Thompson are in it so quickly. Is there's no time. You only got three days. Well, John Converse is just an idiot. Like, just <laughs> how dumb. Let me quickly get away to a three day, and then let me abandon my pl- dude. I guess we'll get to it, but it's just yeah. Clark Kellogg or whatever his name was. Just <laughs> annoying. Clark Tyler. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Lewis. 
like you said, Mrs. Cotter. Repeat uh, name from last week. It is, isn't it? The step the student was Stephanie. Stephanie. We would we, I think we made a point last week to say they hadn't repeated names. There we go. And then they go back to back weeks. Come on. Uh, she's searching her very large handbag for her ticket. Well, Doc, I'm surprised Doc didn't just, you know. Uh, Doc and the man and the man behind her, Bill Thompson, Clark Converse, Billy <laughs> Billy Nike, patiently wait. Uh, she finds a ticket, hands it to Doc, gives her her cabin assignment. So here's the thing, too. Like, there's no security. Now, and I don't mean, I mean, maybe that's not the right word. They just put your stuff out there. Like it's probably wasn't very safe for a single woman on a cruise. And this guy's going, you know, you're in the F 75, 75, <laughs> the unaccompanied woman. And well, this you're, guy, hmm. you're skipping, you're skipping to me. The most important part of that scene. What's up? She is looking for and hands over a ticket. I didn't even think about that. That was the first thing I was like, wait a minute. This is the first time anybody yeah, has Doc? actually. Yeah, but that's Doc. Doc's oh, trying to. You think that was a move. Oh. You didn't even need a ticket. That makes sense. There's not even words in the ticket. It's just, it's just so, we, so we know we know the boat is ticketed, at least. Allegedly, yes. <laughs> but Doc's the only one asking, and he's right. only asking pretty girls. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And maybe it's just to like, is he just doing it to get their like room number? Well, he's got the room number. It's on the clipboard. Oh, wait, but he doesn't know if he doesn't, if he never saw Stephanie Lewis, he doesn't know who he's dealing with. He would be like, it'd be a crapshoot and be like Henrietta. That whole scene is confusing because then uh, Johnny British Knights comes up and puts his bag on the counter like you do at a TSA. So did they suddenly decide to start checking stuff? No, of course not, because no one else on this boat gets no, checked. Nobody was to the checked. Point where Julie, Julie is able to give Mrs. Cunningham and Noreen their room assignments without ever being told their names. Yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> that. She's just so good at her job. She's just. But no, the the ticket thing was funny. Yeah, and then that. yeah, and then the other thing. Although I do think you're right about Doc. And then the other thing is, uh, Doc, at the, Doc has clearly like his eyes on stephanie right of course and he, and he has one more scene where he does and then that's it this is a rare doc kind of pullback very doc light very doc light and very, very doc light and also like didn't follow through and you know he, he kind of got emasculated there a little bit by oh. bill friggin thompson <laughs> so. listen johnny reebok here like stephanie <laughs> lewis it could have been any dude it could have been any dude you know what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, Jimmy Kangaroos was really doing anything special. He was just happened to be there and he was pushy. It's just he was pushy. He was he pushy. Was super pushy and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like uh, so yeah, Bill Mutter's incredible. And Doc assumes that he's referring to her purse and tells him that all women's purses are usually stuffed with a kind of volume, with a kind of crap that just, he was just making a comment about how much stuff is yeah. in a woman's purse. Like, well, but again, that is Doc not respecting. Because as we know, Doc recognizes game, right? 
We saw what he did with Mickey O'Day. He, re- he has respect for game. He's, guy, no. he's blown off Bill Thompson because he knows there's no game there. So he's not even acknowledging Bill Thompson. The only game, right, that Ricky Pro Wings has is that bag of money. That's the only thing this guy has. That's it. Because he's dumb that as a messy, box of rocks. That messy bag of money. <laughs> Unkempt bag of money. <laughs> Let me sit bag of money there, Bobby British Knights. You can bring that over here. Oh, I, I, I want to say this. I know we're not quite the thing. So I just got to say something about the money thing because it's just killing me not to say anything. Who just has just piles of money? So, who has piles? Like how much? You don't even know how much money you have. Did you un, okay. like find so, it? Like what do you? They're, they're not clear about it. So did he really work at a brokerage house? What? And that's who he robbed. Or did he now? Like, for a bank? How did you get that much cash? Which right. you don't even know how much is in there. You just right. got because she makes it sound like at the end that he can just go back to his office and put the money back. Which means, did he like knock over the petty cash? Like it's, it's so and much he's, money. He's got a million dollars in petty. He probably he probably has forty seven in singles and like seven hundred dollar bills like of his own. He's just trying to. Oh no, I'm rich. That's his that's Look his at me. I'm, that's it. That's his wallet. He's got but old receipts. Does it make sense? It's not. If you robbed a bank, um, it would be in stacks. If you robbed an office, I don't know how brokerage houses worked in 1978. I'm pretty sure that money lenders were not literally lending money. It's not like a Scrooge McDuck situation where they just have gold a coins in a coins. pile. <laughs> Maybe like, that's something I've, I've heard of these before. They're called cash closets. Maybe you go in and you lock the door, and then this like these lights come on, and all these like vents go everywhere, and there's just bills everywhere, and he's just. He's grabbing them and he's sticking them to himself. The like bills were all per- it's it, who are you it doesn't make any sense. What is the what is the show's why do they have it like that? Every case of money you ever see on TV, it's organized. When you have it like Not that, this guy. It's this Lucy Goosey. It was so stupid. That, like I would funny. want it just to be organized, just to be easier, so I'm not just dripping bills everywhere I go. And he loved looking at his money too. Oh, look he at my money! Throws it around the room later. Yeah, she got all giddy too. Gee, that's the, why he was probably all banded up. He likes to roll around in it. We'll get to it. I think that is the worst scene we have seen. Oh, when she goes, Ooh, that entire what? scene. That entire scene is the worst scene we've seen, but we'll get to it. Was something to look forward to. Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Just when you think it can't get any worse. <laughs> Brad oh. Falls. <laughs> Uh-oh. The tall man with glasses launches Dark himself glasses. onto the chest. Blue blocker glasses. Blue blockers. <laughs> Just launches himself. Like, you can almost see him running into it. Just throws himself onto the ship. There's that clip that I use on Twitter all the time of this Phillies pitcher in the eighties who's running um to a third base and he must like catch his cleat on the vet turf dirt oh, and go like head first into the base. And that's exactly oh. what this looked like. Uh Courtney Steubing looks like David Palmer in nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> so it's really bad. So it's really bad. And and they of course they he's not a tall man, he's a giant of a man. Yeah. I don't know the official height. I probably should have checked that out. But nobody on this boat is short, right? Like they're all of average size. So he's got to be like six, eight. 
I, you know, I just know as soon as I saw him tall in that ship, I thought of David Robinson because he was, he tried to work on a submarine yeah. coming out of the Naval Academy. And this is big. It was very, um, you know, if it, he, it so he's the admiral, right. so he is the admiral. There he goes. Yeah. Uh, the suitcase pops open. Here we go. Let's just make this guy look like <laughs> the dumbest. dumbest. <laughs> Just nothing. Like how much sway does the Steubing family have? Like the Naval Academy has academic standards of some kind, well, right? <laughs> well, I'm sure one of the prerequisites is you have to be able to walk. Like, can you walk onto a boat? No. <laughs> yes or no? He no. He can't walk on. He can't, he can't. walk off. No. <laughs> so he falls everywhere. Suitcases flying everywhere. He's a mess. <laughs> so here comes Steubing, and his nephew trips into him, almost knocks him over. Uh, so do you think so i'm sorry i meant to say this so this is yeah. like the third or fourth episode we've seen Stubing conveniently run down those steps to greet somebody or scold somebody or yep. some plot device so do you think the wheel is right do you think the wheel is right above that spot why would he be up by the wheel sorry i know why would he, why would he be anywhere near the wheel <laughs> so what do you think that is just like a it's like a brunch it's where he flips like, pigeons he's up there flipping <laughs> pigeons he doesn't do anything on this ship just nothing. <laughs> you can't use the phone to where it, there's nothing you can do. What is he going to do? He doesn't drive. Was it Mr. <laughs> Garrett? Mr. Garrett. And then there's a robot. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. You see in the, in the opening scene where he's got, he's like looking through that thing. That's all he's, he's, there's nothing. He doesn't do anything. It's just a toilet paper roll. Or it's one of those old like kaleidoscope things from the seventies. A can and a string. It's the first viewmaster. He didn't do anything. He could be fishing. It it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Just nothing. Just Uh, I can't defend Stewing this episode. I mean, it's just we learned a lot about him and none of it was good. (laughs) No. No. There's so many, you know, so they you know, he says how excited he is to have Courtney Steubing the fourth on board and turns him over to Gopher. Uh, tells him he can start greeting the passengers, offering to help with the luggage. What could go wrong here? And he grabs this little tiny suitcase as opposed to the giant one. And runs off with it like, yeah, like the Gale stairs. It's the second attempted bag theft that we've seen in about two, two minutes. Um, uh, <laughs> do you think so? Two things. Do you think Steubing ran this by the princess, like HR department? Uh, this is a hush or anything, hush. right? This is hush hush, right? It's hush hush. You said there's no rank on there, there's no identifiable, right. identifiable, you know, right? And do you think there's any kind of like actual orientation thing that they could have gone on? Like, I mean, this is haphazard at best. Maybe watch a video, something, something <laughs> like. A little less hands-on. Here's one. Here's an email, Julie, or whatever. Here's a carrier pigeon, Julie, from 1978. Mm. By the way, on Tuesday, my nephew or whatever he is, is coming in. Uh, Could you have a few things for him to do? Yeah. You know, not not whatever. And give him, him what, 10 minutes notice? Seriously. What? Aren't we working? Yeah, right. And it's a short cruise, as we've established. Like... There's no, this is the worst time for somebody to come on. See, there's the downfall. There's like the downside of, of, of only having a five person crew on a cruise ship. <laughs> if we just had that sixth person, we would be, we'd be so yeah, much like, less busy. 
Vince hadn't died. Vince hadn't died. Mr. Garrett was real. Other people. We had the guy with the beard. They like we've had other guys. Where's the plumber? Where's the plumber? Plumber He's gone. (laughs) The chef. Where's the non-replacement chef? Can we meet him? (laughs) What's going on? They shouldn't have let. But yet they chased uh, Patty O'Doul or whatever the hell her name was. The old get out right out of the way. Right retirement. They eat my shutting these out. And they wouldn't let her eat upstairs until she did retire. <laughs> Stupid caste system. <laughs> Bill Thompson. Moneybags. Uh, <laughs> money or money bag, basically. One With a lock. Good for him. He smiles but, okay. at the so bills. They're just loose. Sorry. Yeah. He did the wa- he did the wave shot, right? He was in the wave shot with a suitcase. Was he waving his suitcase or was he waving his hand? <laughs> you're you're on the lamb. Why are you waving? You shouldn't be waving to you anybody just in case. In your room the entire time. Your whole plan is to get to Mazaslan to get to Rio. You should not be showing people that you're on this boat. <laughs> like well, the Bill other Thompson thing is- should not be your name. You know, when they're looking for you, they will never find you, except you're going to be in everyone's photographs from that day. Everybody's Polaroid is going to have Bill Thompson in the background. Well, the other thing, too, is if a dog can somehow get into a room and no one knows how, you're going to just leave a million dollars in cash in a suitcase while you're out there searching for the ladies. Oh, that's that's true. He had it in the closet and it was locked. I will say that the bag was secure. Remember when the chimpanzee was stealing things out of rooms? It was high up, though. That's true. That's true. That's the thing. It didn't yeah, smell like food or bananas he or anything. So. He knew. Yeah. He knew of Lucille and her reign of terror. He cleaned that suitcase. So it doesn't smell like food. Uh, he bear-proofed it. Uh, okay, this is where this Rose storyline sort of... So on this one hand... Where? <laughs> well, it's already there, but this is where I did... I, it really got... It just didn't, I didn't, the logic just lost me. So Rose is telling Noreen that she hopes they run into the handsome man from the lobby. This is Rose saying this to Noreen. Yes. And Noreen's saying, you guys are always trying to, you know, marry, or said, you and my family have been trying to marry me off, but she's happy with life the way it is. We don't have to take orders from some nitwit of a man. Yeah. Oof. That's Noreen saying that. Yeah. Noreen, a very successful independent woman. Right. Yeah. She runs a successful dental laboratory. So, (laughs) you know, there's a whole bunch of those on La Brea. It's just lined up a dental laboratory. What is a dental lab? Is that just x rays or is that just like a dentist? I mean, wouldn't a lab do the same thing? Were they separate back then? Like, I don't know why. Is she like, taking the x-rays? Lab, what are you testing at a dental lab? Wouldn't you just test blood? Like, isn't that, isn't a blood test a blood you test? You think they're like, well, no, because she made it sound like, you know, she hates people with good teeth. Yeah, because she Was can't make any money off back them. Then? Here's the point. Was it separate back then? You know how now you go to a dentist and you can get the x-rays in the dentist's office? Was it separate back then? It's like mm, you need to go somewhere mm, else like for a, blood work. I don't know, but the word you think laboratory she, is You is think weird. she is Roy Harwood's <laughs> dental tech. It could be. 
It could, By the uh, way, let me see your teeth. Two dentals now. We're just there are more than like eight jobs in this world. Love boat so, I mean, you could go anywhere, lawyer. I mean, you could. We've had lawyer, but I don't. I I'm going to call shenanigans on dental laboratory. It doesn't make any sense. A dental DME. I get that equipment, that sort of thing. That makes sense. But a dental lab. What are, what are you what are you testing teeth? Like what? What? It I don't doesn't know. even make sense. I don't know. I don't know. And I I didn't think to look it up until just now. But I, I do wonder. I do wonder what that is. Probably a drug front. <laughs> Probably a drug front. Another one. Another one. Uh, some nitwit of a man. Get out of here with that. Uh, so I, I, I had a thought here. I was like, how long have we been on the ship now? Because they were this really is, messing with time. Are we same is, day? Same day, yeah. Okay. I just want to. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Now, it's a three-day cruise, right? So maybe it's a later departure um or maybe it's an earlier departure but i will say i don't think we get a clear indication of the next day until like the breakfasty yeah i agree scene. i agree so, they made a big deal about the yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah maybe that's why uh here we go again the um skeet shooting is back on yeah, the ship I, I intended to look oh. i forgot to see if it was the same guy, but I think it's the same guy because he is a curly haired black guy, a uh, black haired guy. And I think it's Maybe. the same guy from the, from the previous skeet shooting, which makes me think he is actually like a professional skeet shooter that they had to have on set or something like that. Cause why would you have Probably the same like guy? A, an armor or some kind of safety, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like he's the, the only way they can shoot this rifle on the boat is if this guy's there. So. Yeah, I, a couple things about this, and, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because when we saw the skeet shooting first, not in this episode, but in, pre- in a previous episode, it was shot from the perspective looking out. Right. Right. So you didn't really, you couldn't really get a, a, a sense of how close the people were behind you. Yes. Now flipping it, they flipped the camera angle. So it was like they were shooting at the viewer. It didn't make any sense. Though, yeah, something would be so loud. You you're gonna you're gonna be firing rifles off right by the pool, over and yeah. over and over again. It's it's like yeah, it's jostling. The, it's basically, the leader. That's it's what the I thought. Yeah. They're trying to put so. too much stuff on the same deck. Like that would not. That would be yeah. away from people. I would think. I would think I mean, you got a big old boat. You shoot that over the tailpipe or something. That's what I'm back corner or something. Yeah, Just that crap. Yeah. Probably where you hit the golf balls. Um. The other thing is this Stephanie character. I don't I don't care if you're a cop. You're not shooting a rifle off the back of your is it's not it's never happening. One arm, ever, ever, one ever, arm ever, ever, ever. like Annie Oakley, just just firing away. Oof. With her little no. soft cast. Just it was just stupid. And and I mean, listen, Every we chart. all love him. We all love him. She emasculated Doc. That was it. Doc didn't say a word to her the rest of the Doc season. Doc didn't say a word. Uh-uh. Doc barely is in the rest of this episode. He stands down. He gives her to Bill Thompson. It's like Doc is so mortified at being emasculated by this, this lady. That was that was sad to see, Doc. Well, at the end of the scene, she tried to hand the rifle back, and he said, just keep it. 
Yes. I don't want I never want to touch that thing again. Get out of here. <laughs> if he had put it in his mouth, he was so sad. He was <laughs> sad. Shouldn't. I think he felt like it was like a borderline like samurai dishonorable moment. <laughs> and we never saw him talk again. He just Stop, launches buddy. himself off the ship. Stop, buddy, it's okay, man. Like it's she's a cop. Like we'll find out she's later. A she's a cop. She's not for you're, you. You're a doctor. She's yeah, she's not for you. Uh, yeah, so Doc's practicing, gives it to Stephanie. She hits all the targets on the back of her wrist. And there's freaking Donnie Reebok hiding in the bushes. So what's he doing? Just like, stalking her? And he, he just starts clapping. Like, Is he stalking her? Like, how would you? She just showed up there. Yeah. Because what else is he doing? Is he watching Doc? Maybe he's into Doc? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all that he he was so stricken with her. Remember, she's the one he was like incredible. Right. She walked away like, like keeping your pants there, Steve. Seriously. Like, well, I am the prize, bro. Well, here's the thing like women weaken legs. In this case, they totally did. This guy weakens his, his, his brain. Whole, yeah. He's just stupid. Yeah. It's just oh, this guy is the worst criminal ever. He's just a waste of ugh. Uh boy, here we go. Isaac. <laughs> Isaac tells Courtney to hold hold down the bar. Like, what could go wrong? <laughs> because he has to deliver drinks. And then I was like, there's no cocktail waitresses. Well, we know there's no cocktail waitresses. Isaac how about delivering send, all over the ship? I thought he only send, delivered uh, Irish coffee. <laughs> that was send Paulie, Paulie Tollerson out to d- deliver the drinks. Like <laughs> But like that's it on a on a ship that, that costs so much money. That they, they don't even have a waitress to deliver your drinks, and then yeah. the poor sap that's waiting for the next drinks got to deal with lurch. Come it's on. like a it's like a Saturday afternoon in the winter staffing at a corner bar. It really is like you know? terrible service. Is order, you got to order. You got to order your drinks at the bar. We can't bring them back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. like, you can only get it here. What? Yeah. Uh, a few seconds later, a customer orders scotch. He spills the scotch. Then he tries to put scotch back into the bottle. Ask the is man. Is that the most? Is that did he pour a drink more than any drink we've seen Isaac pour? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? He's exceeded like the season total. <laughs> yeah, just so, by volume of liquid. Because right. Isaac's the king of just topping something off. Right. But like that, we saw Julie pour a, a stiffer drink. We've I now did. seen this guy. Like <laughs> Isaac's at least third without thinking about it. He's the worst bartender on the ship. <laughs> uh, the man is replying, saying he doesn't have any problems. He just wants to have a drink. And then Courtney loses his crap. And he's just, <laughs> you know, you have to have problems. You have to tell me. And blah, blah, blah. like, what the? That's not I mean, just to be fair. This kid, this kid is eighteen. This kid is supposed to be eighteen years old. To be fair, not he is physically. going through. He is going through some stuff. Yeah, his knees must hurt. He's he's <laughs> twenty feet tall. He's got gigantism. He's got gigantism. <laughs> this is Robert Walden. Is that who this is? It's just crazy. Uh oh, good lord! Irish rushes back, defuses the situation, gives him a free drink. I tell you what, like. That's cool, free drink. But I, I'd be like, look, this, this man child tried to attack me. Can I get two free drinks? Or can I, get, can I just get that? Can I get that first drink that he poured originally, which no was a kidding. full thing of scotch? Just <laughs> something. Can Can you get rid of him? Can you? I don't want to sit near him. 
Yeah, where also, can I are go? We back to, are we back to you have to pay for the drinks now? Like it's so inconsistent. Yeah, I don't get that either. Hmm. Back to stupid Rose and Noreen. <laughs> <laughs> They're entering the bar with two cups filled with their slot machine winnings. Of course they are. They order drinks. There he comes. Stupid Clark Tyler. Well, first of all, Noreen Andy gets Nike. scotch. Does this, does this, this bar only serve scotch? <laughs> did she get scotch? What did the other yeah, lady get? She gets her scotch. Oh. It was like, really? You couldn't oh, go yeah. any other drink? They At least they didn't scotch say Harvey Wall. Wallbanger. So. Or whiskey sour at that point. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, I'm drinking the other drink that gets named. Well, that's not true. There's, there's, it's a very boozy episode. It is a very boozy episode. Yeah. What, I have, what you, I have uh, one of the drinks. Oh, we'll get to it. I have one of the drinks referenced later, but it's not the only one left. So. Okay. Uh, Clark Tyler asked if they can join them. It's a little weird. I think if a if you let's say you and I were having breakfast and some strange lady walked up and said, "Can I join you?" Yeah. There is a. No. Un, there is an unstated like horniness on the these cruises it seems like where you can just it would be like if you were at a singles bar and you get offended that somebody asked to talk to you i get the impression right. that's like it's like a clark singles tyler, clark tyler is a man of means and is coming off like a desperate person at a party it's just he tried to grab her bag. Let's go back to that. Like, what kind yeah. of move is that? The guy's supposed to be his mid forties. Yeah, and he gets, he gets, he gets some ice when he sits down right now too. So like, he just keeps barreling through. He's actually the reason that uh, people keep going when they clearly are not going to do anything. <laughs> like, this is the guy. It worked out this for him. Is the king of doing that, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Noreen says she'd rather he didn't, but he sits down anyways, says his cruises are for meeting new people to your point. Uh, we don't know what he means by that. Who knows? Yeah. Then compliments her pretty eyes. Okay. We kind of know what he means now. <laughs> okay. We get it now. <laughs> All right. Cause I wonder if people approach it like not like a singles bar, but like a singles event. You know what I mean? Like, like if you go to like a singles event where people go to meet people, that's the event itself. There's an understanding, right? Yeah. And I guess like they have referenced it on enough shows that it is the love boat, right? So there almost seems to be this like layer of acceptance. Yeah. Where this wouldn't, if you were on the street and you did this, this wouldn't happen. No. no. <laughs> but, absolutely not if you were at no. an office party like what right who, but why are you just, grabbing my bag yeah it's i mean she she told off this complete stranger in line twice and now has crapped on him at least twice at the table Man, he's back and he's more. still going he's still going and listen clark tyler your wallet's okay i imagine if you're old tyler but like you know you're not exactly bringing the suave or handsome game here friend so well also you think about it, right? Like a man of that age, they're saying like, say mid forties, you have some money. Of course he's coming on the ship to try to find some lady. If he's single at that age, but like somebody told him it was like, okay to be that aggressive. I mean, it, it, like it's just odd to, yeah. But and the fact that's just, is that a sign of the times too? Well, of it was course. a little more accepted in the seventies to it, be aggressive I mean, like that. 
Yeah, and it's, it's and of course, I mean, th- th- this is again where I get thrown off because they're painting Noreen as the spinster, right? Whereas if this was present day, she would be a strong, independent woman. <laughs> and it's That's just right. like it's the juxtaposition the whole episode, right? Because at the end, well, then it right, right, but it's just like she, him being aggressive like that is not frowned upon in the times but it's also dismissive of all the all of what she actually is representing that they quickly punt away so it really is like why yeah. did they even tell us the rest if they were just gonna go eh, let's just right. just be a spinster that. just be a spinster like lean into the spinster thing but this is almost like nope sorry successful no, woman. She's only as good lady. as the man yet. yeah yeah you're a gal yeah um uh, says something, you know, cruises her for meeting new people, compliments her on her eyes, and says he can tell just from that that she's a kind person from her eyes. I wrote, just this dude's coming on so strong, yeah. like just uncomfortable. Uh, and here's Rose trying to sell Noreen down the river, saying that she's the owner of Badger's Dental Lab, which we know is a front for some sort of drug operation now. Uh, why wouldn't you call it Beaver's Dental Lab? You have such an opportunity there for marketing. Her name is Badger. Badger. Oh, yeah, makes sense. But think about it. You know what I mean? Just think about that sign with like a little. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe that got caught in the the censors. Oh. Late 70s? Maybe her name was Noreen Beaver. And they got caught. Noreen Beaver. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Clark says, oh, in the old Tyler building. And then she he identifies himself as that Tyler person. I and hate I, this. Ugh, I hate. Convenient nonsense. I, I hate the smallness of the world that creates. That everybody. This is basically just a bus to L.A. Like, in my head, when we first started this. And we've seen some characters like this. But in my head. This was something from people all over the country, nay, the world, came to the love boat. And now it has just turned into this Los Angeles thing. It's just locals. And it really smallens the world that we already are seeing on the cruise ship itself is small. It's just, you should not, you should not bring up the name. You should, I work at a dental lab. Not that I work at Badger's Dental Lab. And you shouldn't know it. And you shouldn't know the street. And you shouldn't own the building. Like, mm. it's just. Is he how like Star Wars is just like everybody's a Skywalker? Like it can't be that. It really like makes everything small. Well, there's, too 50, small. there's 50 states. Yeah. Not only yeah. that, but California's a big state. Right. Go go spread out. San Diego. And I'm San not Francisco, saying it, like I'm not saying it has to be hundred percent not no, native. But have but some like, contrast. Live everybody's getting a ride. Everybody's getting a ride home. Everybody <laughs> rides home with, with Isaac's mom. Oh, right. it's on the way. It's, what? It's what? Like, Come on, man. Give me somebody from Nebraska. Give me somebody. Uh, what's his name? The old man. At least he was from McKeesport. Like that was one guy. Right. But Just something. Give everybody can't. Sp- everyone's from LA. Right. No, thank everyone you. lives there. Like, what? no, thank you. West well, Coast. On the cruise. West Coast. But, but you, know, or you know what? Be from Sacramento. Be from Seattle. That's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. Portland. The Blazers just won the championship in this world. Like you got 50 states. Yeah, fifty states. Just pick. Everyone's can't be from California, and I wouldn't I imagine really all the care. people in LA want to go on a cruise to Mexico because it, it really is that that's right. what they want to do. 
I wouldn't care in the context of this storyline. That's fine. You can do it once in a while, but it does seem like almost. When's the last time we had, we've had like two maybe that were like people coming from somewhere else lately. And that's, that's, that's not great. JJ Walker drove the route of the ship. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. It's a bunch of nonsense. Uh, Noreen says she's been meaning to complain about the sagging floor. Uh, He'll fix it after the cruise, but in the meantime, he'd like for them to hit the dance floor together. And Rose's damage on that floor. Jesus, what? How is that unacceptable? Is that what happened to the floor? I mean, what did you dance? But also, what kind of of lab results are we getting on this wobbly floor? doing what is going on why are there why are you why are you putting needles in my teeth like what's happening <laughs> dental lab it, it still doesn't make any sense to me uh and then rose is pushing yeah you know and i'm like and, and here I, keep in mind i'm writing these notes as i'm watching it like i don't go right. back yeah and i write what's up with rose very strong push to get noreen with somebody else like it stood out right so that's why later on i'm like it jumped, well, it falls off the cliff stupid. the other way. It's just right. stupid. It's just like, yeah, it was a waste of, of time. It was so dramatic. He, she could have said buzz off right here and the whole storyline would have been done. Or just been a normal person. But right. she like comes in so hot on the first night. Like, hey, Clark Tyler, that's great. You know what? I'm in this room. Let's have breakfast tomorrow. Yeah, no, maybe I'll see you around. Like she totally <laughs> pimped her out. She pimped her out. Maybe and, she and wanted yeah, more room. But no, Rose is not. We saw later. Rose is not. Uh, Rose is no. Rose dumber. is not utilizing her solo time very well. No, she didn't do it. Yeah, no. Ugh. Oh boy. Then we're back to Courtney. Jesus Christ! Is this? Oh. Remember how they had the wrestling buddies? I would love if they had a Courtney buddy. Just remake the old wrestling buddy, the stuffed animal guys, just to give me a Courtney one. Just taller than the rest. The, do you think, how long will we go before we have a taller guy? Like, we'll have a celebrity tall guy at some point, right? But, like... I don't know. I don't think I don't think Hogan's taller than this guy. No. No, I'm going 6'8 on this guy. Like... I mean, it would have to be somebody like the Harlem Globe. Do the Harlem, Harlem Globe try to get on the boat at some point? Yeah. Yeah, but is anybody taller than six eight? Was Meadowlark Lemon six eight? I don't know. I'm just gonna keep a. I'm gonna keep you a know, side let's, note. Let's mark that. Yeah, I'm gonna keep a side note to see how long the Walton we... strolls on the ship. I mean, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that guy from uh, the guy from Strange Brew and Happy Gilmore. He's got to be on here at some point. He's right? got to be on there. We're yes. looking for tall people, basically, is what we're doing now. It's funny. We're going to talk about Love Boat episodes, but only the ones that feature tall people. <laughs> Here's a height chart of Incredib- season one. <laughs> incredibly specific. Uh, Courtney beating himself up about a hor- what a horrible bartender he is. And Julie's telling him not to be so hard on himself. This is a weird scene, man. This is a really this is weird an insult. scene. This is an insult to the cruise director profession. This entire scene. Remember we always said, well, Julie's like the heart of the show. Like, I don't know who wrote this. It's in such bad taste. 
Julie had a bad episode. Not Julie had a bad episode as a professional, not as a yeah. lover. So we we've gotten away from that, thank God. Thank but God. this was a bad prof- after a few was- weeks of Julie being a good professional. This was not a good week for her. So uh, what I'm talking about is in the episode, Julie says, "Look, try to be a cruise director." Which again, I hope there's more to being a cruise director than placement of pillows and fending off creepy old men. <laughs> so she offers a man a pillow, and he just immediately like, "What time do you get off work?" And she's like. Or I get off at midnight with her, and I'm having a, a, a you know bourbon and water with a good book. Oh. I also am having a bourbon and water because I am a cruise director. There you go. Um, old granddad Jack Daniels is one of the greatest characters we have had on this this damn boat. We have gotten away from the one scene few lines sure, like the two right? women remember the two women that were in yeah. The, yeah, 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 and, and we had that weird couple in the early episode with the teeth and it's like yeah. we've gotten away from them they've they've gone more main cast only one this scene guy only. yeah this guy was on here for four lines he was great he was Dude. a creep he got he so much work pillow. he gave he gave julie the win like he didn't press it he didn't press it like clark tyler did no, he didn't try to grab her, grab right. the pillow. Like he was hand. great. He was like, "What would you say if I told you my name was Jack Daniels?" And it was just like he was great. He was great. That guy could be on this boat every week, and I would be happy. He was. Fantastic. I wonder if, it, if that ever worked in any time. You know, they list well, him in the credits as Granddad Jack Daniels. Oh, it comes back. What a great <laughs> Granddad Jack Daniels is great. Great character. Yeah, great uh, Halloween costume right there. I have four lines. I am going to creep you out. But also, I'm going to like give Julie the Duke, and you're going to love me by the end. That's it. It's so funny. So good. Here comes Courtney. All right, Courtney's going to give it a try. (laughs) He sees someone sleeping, and he just like throws the pillow under his neck. (laughs) <laughs> he demands to know if he's having a good poor, time. He's like, "Are you having fun?" Bastard. This poor bastard is sleeping, he's sleeping on guy. the boat. By the way, he's sleeping on the boat like fully clothed. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just be hot, not, right? It's and, and then and you know, literal the giant wakes him up. Good lord! This elegante comes and just like destroys you with a pillow, and then starts yelling at you, just screaming at you. <laughs> Are you having a good time? Like what? So it would have been funnier. It would have been funnier if it was the same guy from the bar. If he was I tormenting, thought, I looked to see. I kind of. I hoped time. it was when I saw that. It, actually, like, would have been funnier. That would have been funnier. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I kind of hoped it was, but I was like okay with it. Not, but yeah, that would have been hilarious. All this the, guy just keeps. If all of them, for all the choices they make to make things mm-hmm. smaller. That was one where they didn't need a second guy. They actually okay. should have just kept the same guy getting terrorized by this. Like the end of the episode should have been him falling on top of that guy or something like that. Like, you know, just like I was hoping hilarious. that guy would be swimming laps at five o'clock in the morning out in the deck. And, and then <laughs> just a continuation. See it. Just Courtney is just let's just say Courtney's just a, a human shit show, basically. It's just yeah. Yeah. Just a mess. Oh, and yet by the end of this dumb episode i like him more than most of the characters <laughs> i like him more than bill i know or it's, Stephanie. A, it's it, it doesn't make any sense 
because we hate this, right? We hate this nonsense slapstick stuff. It's just, but there's, he, there's no point. Right. But it's, it's, but it's, it's like definitely the lesser it was of three the, evils. It was at least endearing compared to all these other idiots right. on this show. Right. Uh, back to Bill, stupid Bill, seats himself back, <laughs> seats himself next to Stephanie, orders two champagne cocktails, which I made a note. It, is that just champagne or what? what is in a champagne? I looked it up. I looked it up because I knew we'd talk about it. Yeah. Because first of all, it's before 10 a.m. Because she makes a point that her mom said never to have champagne before 10 a.m. with a stranger. So it's there's there's a lot of things that's, you can do on that's the advice her on, mom gave her. <laughs> Great, thanks, mom. Way to way to set that ceiling nice and high. There's a lot of variations to this, but the baseline seems to be for a champagne cocktail, sugar, champagne, or like a sparkling wine, bitters, and like a twist of lemon. Now I saw a couple where there was like a second booze on top of that. That's what I thought it would be. Yeah. Um but aren't you just kind of watering down the champagne by not adding another booze? Aren't you just sort of well like I saw con- I saw cognac in there. I saw a couple other variations. It seems like you can get away with a lot of stuff, but they make a point how easy it is to make, which at least explains why Isaac brought it back so fast. But it is a it is a strong opening move go for at 10 a.m. Don't people, people get wrecked on champagne though, don't they? Oh, well, absolutely. I'm not much and, of a, it just doesn't taste so good, but yeah. I enjoy, if I was on a cruise, I would yeah. be morning drinking. Absolutely. I what think that's one morning, of the great, what would I think that's get? one of the great things you can do, but I don't think champagne as a morning drink. Like I would, would have, with? have Irish, there'd be Irish in my coffee. There would be the mimosa. There would be the bloody Mary. There'd be the classics. Right. Champagne cocktail doesn't seem like uh, an eye opener as Isaac put it. So I think Mrs. Taylor would go right for the champagne cocktail. I feel like but, that's right up her alley. But but again, she is someone who likes the classics in terms of like the Irish, the Irish coffees and things like that. Yeah, that's true. It's, just, it's, an, it's an unusual thing. Although I guess it's not that different than like a mimosa, right? Like ultimately, I mean, if, if it's lemony and it's citrusy, yeah. I kind of get it. Yeah. It's just but, why not just have it with a mimosa? <laughs> it's it's lemon instead of because you're adding lemon and then sugar, so it's like just. And again, much like Clark Tyler, it worked. But yeah. like part of the reason it worked is because he basically got her drunk in the morning. Got hammered in the morning. <laughs> so which, way to go! But like you know, I'm the richest man on this boat. Yeah, have this drink. Yep, and my lips are loose. <laughs> So. And this Bill cannot shut up. He already, I was the vice president of one one of LA's biggest brokerage houses. So do you think, like, gee, shut so up, no, knowing everything we find out, do you think yeah. that was true? Yeah. Okay. You can't help I couldn't himself. decide. I couldn't decide what I thought was actually true or not. Yeah, that's true. Okay. He's so, so dumb. He can't help it. Yeah. Well, it's almost that thing where it's like, don't ask me about what's in this bag. Like it, he, it was almost a lot of that. I, uh, I liked half of this scene. I liked the Mrs. Cotter end of the scene. I thought that she, well, that was her. Like she, that was, you know, right. yeah. And again, it was very much a 
every Welcome Back Cotter episode started with him telling a joke, and it would mm-hmm. be some bit between those two. Like you could tell, the like story. It was like, yeah, they're nice. This little, is what yeah. she do- is good at. We're gonna write this up. Absolutely, that was great. Bill couldn't hold couldn't hold his own on that end of actor ever Johnny Converse. Yeah. And it was just like a little, they were trying for this back and forth. Kind of like a back. Yeah. One sided. Yeah. He couldn't, he, yeah, no, no, no. Because it, it, it wasn't even believable. I didn't have that human quality. So I was trying to recast it in my head. Now what I did think. I have it immediately. Yeah. Okay. So what I was going to say was, I will let you say who should have been Bill. You know who Bill should have been? Mm. Uh, the guy who got framed for embezzling. He would have been a better, he would have been better in that. And even, oh, another good actor in that, in that. Right. I remember his. I, that guy sucked. Oh, he sucked. Guy, right. So this, I think Johnny. Johnny, Johnny Adidas was better, Johnny was better than that guy. Um, he, he, he Who do you think? Here's where I go because number one, one thing this episode is lacking is star power. Oh, I know where you're right? going. All right, I'm going Bill Bixby. Oh, I thought I you were gonna think... go. I thought you were gonna go Robert Urich, but you're no, absolutely no, 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 right. no, no, no. I think Bill Bixby. That would have been a perfect. Oh my gosh! Yes, absolutely. Slide right in there. Absolutely perfect. Perfect casting. Right, it would have it would have worked, and they would have yeah. had that that they could have had that little banter thing because he was good yeah. at that. You know that little. Yeah. I think he would have been yep. perfect in that. Oh, you're you're a hundred percent right. That would have been so much better. They don't listen to us. You know what can we do? Uh, and here's where I was like, hmm. Stephanie remains quiet on the subject of what she does for a living, so she's not answering any questions. Which you know what is probably the smart thing to do if when you just meet someone for the very first time. Maybe well, you don't because, I mean, become an it open does, book. Right. And it would maybe make some people just act a little differently if they knew you were a cop. I totally of get course, it. Of course. Yeah. I would definitely think so. I would think, yeah. you know. More so than a bank robber. But at the same time, aren't they supposed to be on the ship for the same thing? Meaning. They're two sides of the same coin, Mike. <laughs> You're in my head. Whew. Here we go. Rose, stupid Rose, walks up, walks hung <laughs> over Noreen, uh, like like she's you know weekend at Bernie's. Drags her to a, a pool lounger. <laughs> Noreen tied one on last I night. Hammered. <laughs> well, she was drinking scotch at ten a.m. I mean, that was the start of her day, and then she. Well, I don't think that was ten a.m. But yes, yeah, so. dancing at ten fifteen a.m. with this complete stranger. Here comes creepy Clark, who's who's just stalking her at this point. Comes over and invites her for a brisk walk because that'll help you. Yeah, no thanks. Hey, screw you, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) But like, why are they out? Why wouldn't she be just in this giant room that she spent all this money on? Like, what are you doing? Now, Mike, I saw you hung over a couple months ago (laughs) in various forms. Oh, yeah. A little different, but still. Little, yeah. How would you have felt if I had said, "Hey, Mike, let's get a brisk walk"? <laughs> you just wouldn't have. It would have just wouldn't been happen. a. It wouldn't have. Wouldn't happened. Happened. I wouldn't, wouldn't have happened. like. I wouldn't have made a scene. It just. I just. I just wouldn't have happened. Clark um, is wearing a shirt that I absolutely wore in like first grade. That's funny. In this scene, 
that is he it's like the blue shirt with the orange stripe and the white cut like that was absolutely every child in 1983 had that shirt oh yeah 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 it was this whole brisk walk thing it's just so weird and then rose is saying you know go ahead and i'll be fine on on my own it's just a I don't, I just, I don't care about this storyline. Like they're not doing nothing that like the, the actions that are happening in this scene aren't drawn me in to care anything about the main characters of this particular storyline. It's just, I wonder if it would have been more interesting if Rose was into Clark and Noreen was, I could get into that. Then that, that's the logic. And then Noreen, reluctantly went because Rose was still hung up on her dead husband. Right. Something like that. Right. Like some kind of link between the two or, but this weird bipolar reaction from Rose. Yeah. She's a lunatic man. And the only thing they do, I think they do it in the next scene is where it's like, they try to explain it. Like, why well, wanted you to come on this cruise to meet a lot of people? But it's like that's not an that's not a thing. Like, what are you going to throw multiple men at me? So you'd want me right. to seal the deal with 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 creepy guy here, then move on to the next. Like, right? What? Like you're, the, she is she is basically pimping her out and then getting mad at the pimping. So. I think this is like single white female part two. They go on a cruise together, like twenty some years later, and they're like, related. And they're related. Yeah. <laughs> here comes Courtney sitting in his cabin at the tiniest desk I've ever seen a man sit at. <laughs> See how small his desk was? It was crazy. It's like, he's like it was Gulliver. He's like, like Buddy the Elf when they showed him like going to school in the North Pole. It was the tiniest little desk. I, I could not stop laughing. I froze it just to see it. It was just ridiculous. Do you think they went they went for a tall guy, or do you think it was just a coincidence? Like it does really add something to it, but they never really like mention it. I mean let me ask you. So if you were say we were doing we were doing auditions for this role, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. And yeah. three people show up, two normal-sized <laughs> humans throw themselves onto a ship <laughs> and then Courtney does it. Who are we going yeah. with, you know? Yeah. yeah. He he got he got the offer in the room. <laughs> like, so. He didn't even have to say anything. Like, here you go, no. Courtney. Uh okay, he's sitting at his very tiny desk saying how much he hates ships and being at sea. Uh, and Julie, you know, who loves to get over involved in people's lives, uh, asked if he's told his family, but he says he's the last of the male stupid seamen <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he can't bring himself to be honest about it. But he can be honest as he pulls a leotard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, yeah, I was like, I was like, what are they gonna? I was like, what are they going to do? What's it gonna there, was be? Enough, there was enough time. We had like a minute to think about yeah. what it was going to be, right? And I was like, uh, I guess. I feel like I feel like you had to do a little more of a... They didn't really... I was actually actually very impressed. They did not hit hard on the, you know, effeminate part of ballet, I, which was what I was worried about. Because of the I mean, time. that was the low hanging fruit right there. I right. thought they, and they didn't with that too. They didn't do it. Well, they didn't yeah. have to because he's so uncoordinated. It was like, I mean, it, it couldn't be more obvious. They didn't have to play that card. Yeah, yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, it was uh, fine. I mean, you know, at least the story's moving in a direction, I guess. I guess. If that's, I guess. Uh, he says he practices. He puts his leotard on. Which, do you have to put a leotard on to practice ballet? Like, practice how you like, play. I mean, I practice, you know, different practice sports. how you that. play. That's true. That's true. Dress for the job you want. <laughs> you know this goes? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so he says he practices. He says he says he practices board. every day at, at five a.m. Right? We have established this is a three-day cruise. So you practice every day. You practice one morning. <laughs> one morning so far. Every morning, meaning one morning. So Great unless job, he has a Lido deck wherever he is, who God knows? I don't know. He's one of those. I don't know. Courtney says his father and uncle will kill him if they ever find out. He's ruined their dream of him becoming a sea captain. There's some things later with this storyline that I do take issue with. I just want to plant those seeds now. Okay. You know, they're talking about the long line of um, stewings. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's the dining room. Stupid Rose is back. <laughs> it re- remarks on the perfume Noreen is wearing. Here's where Rose starts to get, things get a yeah, little weird. Where the though. worm turns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Noreen's insisting Clark means nothing to her. Rose says, to your point, I think I think that was a good point. You said Rose advises Noreen not to limit herself to one man. That so was that, their one attempt at like an explanation. That's right? her issue. Yeah. Be super promiscuous. Don't don't stick to yeah, what. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. A few seconds later, Clark invites himself to join him again. This Joker is just locked in. <laughs> he knows one person on this boat. That's it. <laughs> oh, so he says something, and they they suggest they go see the movie that's being screened. Noreen visibly perks up. And Rose says that they both she and Noreen have already seen the movie. Which okay. they don't name check they don't name check the movie, which I was disappointed. Yeah, I but, wanted to hear what it was. Um Rose at least convinces Noreen that she's right, you should meet multiple people. And then as soon as Clark shows up, she's she's like, Nope, screw no, that. Yeah, you're right. Bye. I'll watch a movie <laughs> yeah. I've already seen. Uh, she she doesn't give Rose two crap. seconds. <laughs> like, careful what you ask for. Good lord. Yeah. Just just going crazy. Like this boat, this boat is swimming with old Clark. Go pawn off Rose on somebody else. <laughs> like, I mean, this this storyline should have been called the awakening of Noreen. Jeez. <laughs> like settle down, Noreen. Good for Noreen. I mean, good for Noreen. Okay, over in the casino. Uh, Bill places a bet. This was just so stupid. This guy can't keep his mouth shut. He's <laughs> flaunting money everywhere. Just, Bill, shut up. Just shut up. Just, oh. He tells Stephanie he'd like to celebrate his win with her. To what, do the second oldest thing? Was that what it was? Was that the second oldest thing? The so, oldest thing you can do originally, it was, let's go, because people talk like this. Let's go celebrate the most in the oldest way in the book. And then Bill thinks he's going to get his converse polished. And all of a sudden she wants to go dancing. And as we have seen many times, 
There is an entire room on this boat dedicated to dancing. Yeah. But these two schmucks are outside the pool dancing to no music again. Whole Davy Diodora and stupid Stephanie are out there. Like, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. You know, you are right though. Because we've seen this a few times where they're da- and and they're weird dancing, like they're just so smushed, like the they're pirate, just so- the, the oh. pilot, the plumber poet did it, yeah, and uh, there was at least one more that did it. Like it's well, it's stupid. There's a whole room for dancing. I mean, cheers to the pool area for being a multi-purpose area where you know you can shoot rifles you can dance you can do all sorts of things you can play ping pong you can well, you can have book signings you can do everything in this one pool like is the rest of the ship like the old member old bug pool in tampa is the rest yeah. of the ship like that like nobody wants it, to go there it must be but it's not that late so it's late enough that the movie has let out hours ago but it's not late enough that the casino has just closed right it's a weird and again, this it's pool was moving. The pool was smashed, packed. Yeah. And but now the only people there are these two people dancing in poor Rose. Where are all the people? That, that and creepy Rose. <laughs> Watching people dance in the dark by the pool. Right. Way to go, Rose. <laughs> With her orange juice. <laughs> You know, Fred's not dead, Rose. By the way, Fred jumped off of something. Like that's all right. Fred's been hiding from years because you're creepy, Rose. You're creepy and nosy. That was creepy in this show, or she's Yeah. Like I kept it was like they almost like separated. It was weird. But the um (laughs) the dance, the dance ends, and then they they decide they're gonna go celebrate with the real most old-fashioned way or whatever. Why does Bill make such a big deal about going back to his room you know as why? opposed to the cop? Because he couldn't wait to tell another person. Right. It's so st- if he would have just so gone to his her room, the whole thing would have been cool. Exactly. Like this guy is such a friggin' chauvinist pig idiot. <laughs> so. He's so just he Just couldn't clue. wait to get caught. He could not wait to get caught. It's like he came on the boat to tell someone he stole the money. And he right. was not going to stop. It's the first person he met. It's not even like, oh, I found someone I can trust. No, talked- it's the first person I met. <laughs> I tried to grab her back. Three- he talked to three people on this boat. He That's talked it. to Doc. He talked to Isaac. And he talked to the girl. That's, That's it. it. Just Just get off the boat, dude. Bill sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Rose returns to her cabin hoping to find Noreen. Uh Uh-oh. Rose is about to go psycho. She she runs around like Donald Pleasance in the the Halloween. Like She's just chasing Noreen. She calls the ship's operator to get Clark's room number. Another great safety feature. If anyone wants to find you, they can. Lock your door. She gets, she calls and gets that number in three seconds. It like didn't even ring more than one ring. Hold on. I have everyone's number memorized. Hold me. Yeah. I need Clark's room number. Okay. Like how much info did she give? (laughs) Just crazy. How about why? Why do you need this number? Yeah. I don't. 
So she rushes down the hall, sees the do not disturb sign hanging on the doorknob. For a moment, I'm like, she's just going to, she's going to bust in or knock. Nope. Nope. That is, that is the kryptonite of this ship is people respect the do not disturb sign. like, damn it. If I had just gotten here before they put the sign on the doorknob, I could have knocked. Yep. But now I literally can't. It stopped John Ritter. They'll throw you off the ship if you do yeah. disturb. Right, it's That's just the it's one the rule only of the ship. Thing, it's the only real rule of the boat. It's the only thing keeping us civilized on this boat. Or the that monkey, that monkey wouldn't have stolen all that stuff. Hey, put the sign on your door right. if you don't want your stuff stolen. We've uh, seen no evidence of somebody going through the stop sign yet. No so. one's going through that. Yep. It's a big paper sign. Respect the sign. <laughs> yeah. Here comes Julie, just trying to be a busybody. Everyone's business. She knocks on Stubing's cabin door. Captain Stubing, not Courtney Stubing's cabin door at 5 a.m. to lead him above deck. Uh, kind of a weird little when the captain was waking up sort of thing. So it does <sighs> confirm what we've always wondered. He does sleep in his office. Of course. He, well, I think that's well, his cabin office. I well, think he's yeah, got a we bed just never saw it. Yeah. We just never saw it. Uh, his robe has his initials on it. I saw that too. Which was nice. Uh, Julie has already indicated in this episode that she works till midnight. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has a book and a bourbon. And here she is at 5 a.m., bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in Captain Stubing's office. And she's dressed. Julie's not sleeping a lot at night, Mike. I can't imagine what she's doing being awake this week. So. The thing that makes her so good at her job is the thing that's going to get her fired from her job. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Julie. They just had to, she's she's protecting herself. She can't order a bunch of weird delivery pizzas on you know when you're on a cruise ship. I feel like we are now in this weird third act of Julie in season one where Starting to she's, past, she's past Hornball Julie, but I don't know that we're getting Heart of Gold Julie back. I don't know. I we're just so. kind of getting this weird third version of Julie, which is fine, but I don't know. Just the and one also, that does sleep, that fends off creepy men. That, like It's just yeah. a weird combo. I'm sorry. And, and we also need to get out of the... Uh, the Julie haircut era. We got to get out of here because there is a scene earlier. I think it's the one where uh, Courtney is shoving pillows under people. They yeah. have the exact same haircut. <laughs> Courtney and Julie is exactly the same. I told you like Potsy that episode yeah. before they yep. have the same. We, we need to get, we need to get the season out, Julie. Julie pretty quick. <laughs> so it's think, getting worse. Like, do you, let me ask you. So do you think she has a, a an updated look in season two unlike, and I'm not saying during season two, I'm saying season I two premiere. Think, no, because I actually do think I've at least cheated a little bit to see. I think we don't get Terrible. obvious Julie getting out of this awful bowl haircut. I think not maybe mid mid season next year. Wow. Um, she was really and bold. Get away. The, uh, Joan and London. We, look. Well, we don't know when they tape these things. It's kind of like us, right? We could be, we could be taping this years before it gets released. We don't even you know. know. It could be the could be the mid nineties right now. You never know. <laughs> Hang ten, dudes. Yeah, dude. Uh, bogus. It's radical. 
the internet was not real. So. It's not real. <laughs> this whole thing's a simulation. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, so he Julie leads him above deck or to Lido deck, I should say. I don't know what he's doing. It's not practicing ballet. They're calling it that, but it just, I don't know what. He's that being chased by wasps. He's just running around. He looks like he's on like, like PCP. He's acting very strange and diving around and just kind of weird. Uh, he accidentally plunges into the pool after he trips shocking. over his feet. Shocking. Oh, yeah, oh, shocking. Right, yeah. back that. Sure, it happens yeah. every morning. Um, Steubing orders him to dry off, get changed, and report to the bridge for duty. And here's where I thought, like, I thought Courtney might like just kill him, like snap his neck like that. <laughs> pick, mice and men. What if he just picked him up and threw him over the boat? <laughs> just just choke slam him, <laughs> choke slams him over the edge. Goodbye, right, right to hell. <laughs> just, uh, Courtney refuses and tells him how much yeah. he hates the sea. And I legit thought Steubing was going to smack him. I thought, like, I I could see that happening. He see, left. I watch these now. Sometimes I watch them thinking what you're thinking. And I thought you were, like, giving a standing ovation to Courtney because he just basically yeah. told Steubing to go pound yeah, sand. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, he storms off. Good for you, Courtney. Apparently you can't walk or run, but you can. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite things about the show, and I've brought it up before, we got to see right here, and that is the sharing of one pair of pajamas. I know you love that. You do I love just, that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I remember seeing it when I was a kid. Doc did it, and I'm like, oh, that must. So are they, be like each Do you other. think those are ship pajamas, or do you think those are Bill's pajamas? I think those are probably Bill's pajamas because they're in Bill's room. Maybe that's why he wanted to go back to the room. Maybe it wasn't the money. Maybe it's because he wanted to wear his own pajamas. <laughs> Such a weird or, move. It's just such a weird move because it's like that is definitely like because she's in a dress, right? Like so, you know, she needs something to wear. So I guess Bill unpacked his non uh money bag. So he was able to throw her. All he has is the clothes he's wearing and a pair of pajamas and a million dollars. And a, and like a horse costume. Like <laughs> he's got all top bottom outfits. Like it's well, and the it's whole thing. It's this whole scene, I'm, we, we are now in what awful. I consider the worst scene. So, because we're in here for worst. a while. This is the worst thing that's ever been on the show. And I'm not even yeah. trying, I'm not trying to be funny. No. Just no. poor writing, poor acting, poor everything. This scene is terrible. Consistency throughout. Stupid. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bill invites Stephanie to travel with him to Rio. Explains that's his like ultimate destination after he departs in Mazatlan. Uh, they don't even know each other. It's just not. It it's just stupid. They just. But they're in love. That, they're already what, in love. That happened fast. We're less. We are probably less. We are probably less than twenty four hours. Because there's no way this is like early or late in the morning, right? No. This is early in the morning. It's just so this whole day started with him plying her champagne with cocktail. Yeah, right. Like, I I get that it's the love boat. I I, I do get it, and I give that a certain 
level of like rope, right? Sure, sure. But I get this, that. And especially when I figured out this is a three day cruise, they jump it to a level so much sometimes with marriage proposals yeah. and love. And it's like, just ask, just ask her to go to Rio with you. Doesn't have to be that's love. It. it doesn't have to be love. Hey, how like, would you like to go to? That's it. It really it. diminishes. It really diminishes the term, Mike. Listen, if this was the adventure boat, okay, right. But this is the love boat. What if it was so, the lo- what if it was the loose hookup boot boat? No, apparently that's boat. what it is. That's what's going on. That's why Rose is all po'd, and then you know this guy is turning to pieces. He hooks up with a lady, and now he's just like, it's just. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. He has this bag of money. He's going to Rio. He already has plans, and he's just going to go. You know what? Let me just. I don't know. I, I just. It's thing. just like, Okay. So so basically, he loves her. She loves him, but she's not going to go because he has already told her he doesn't have a job. Which again, he didn't yeah, need to say that. <laughs> right, he didn't need. Right. To, he didn't need no. to say that. He you could on vacation. You could make up anything. You're on a boat. Right. It's not like she's pressing him for answers. He then says that, um, you know, oh, uh, but I love you, blah, blah, blah. We can get by on love. And then she's like, yeah, but you always need money. She's really hitting on the money thing. She really is hitting the money thing hard. And which is fine. I get it. There are a it million. shouldn't even get to that, though. There are a million things you can say, even in that spot that you have put yourself in. There are a million things you can say. I got an inheritance. Uh, my family's wealthy. The reason anything. I quit. I just retired. Like anything. The reason I quit was because I won the lottery. Blah, blah, blah. Who, Doesn't anything. matter. I'm rich. I inherited anything. Or, you could say anything. Or here's one. Here's one. Listen. I've got a job opportunity down there. I'm going to take it. If you're not comfortable going right now, look me up in six weeks or something. There you like go. That. There you, you go. And not like, you don't go, well, stuff. I'm not. You certainly don't need to be like, oh, yeah, by the yeah. way, here's the sack of cash I stole. I don't <laughs> have a suitcase in this, and I didn't steal it. Like, you dummy. Even there are a lot of jobs between no job and cop that would be turned off by you stealing a million dollars. Anybody <laughs> would be. Anybody, you're talking about leave your life and come with me. Oh, by the way, I steal so much money. I'm on the run. You know that scene in Home Alone where the old man is talking to Kevin, the shoveler, and he's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, I have all these problems. My son doesn't talk to me. And it's just like, this is what happened with Bill. He was waiting to unload his story on the first person who showed up. And it's just like everything he told her he did not need to tell her, and it would not even have been lying. It just would if, have been casual first date stuff. If he had just worn shoes that needed to be shined, he could have gotten all this out in a 10-minute like shoe shine kit from some guy that he'd never see again, and it would be totally fine. But this guy's just, again, we're going to find hey, the broadest hey, brush. This guy's Bill. an idiot. Hey, Bill, you know stupid. what? You know what else, too? Uh a million dollars in Riho, you'll find somebody else to love, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, sure you'll on. be fine. Like, just so oh stupid. And it's, yeah, it, it's just, and of course, you know, Stephanie hears all this nonsense, lets out this long, weary sigh because, you know, she's known him for hours, you know, uh, almost the whole day. 
and walks over. It took her less time to find her badge when she's not working than it did to find her ticket for the trip that she was on. <laughs> Do you think she had sense. it like up in a display like, the whole night? Like Bill just didn't see it. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, just kind of like hanging just a little bit, like telling on herself. Like what? Uh, she's a cop. And she begins by giving him his Miranda rights. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like don't. I don't want to take off points for procedural issues, but like, come on guys, let's just. The only point this scene gets is that, is that he's like, I don't want to blow your, blow your spot here. And he does bring up international waters, which I think is the first time we've actually Smart. got yeah. that. That is the only plus in this scene. Yeah. You know, I was kind of hoping that... down real fast. Yeah. I was hoping he would hit her with the diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic Mr. immunity. Love that. Love that has been revoked that's good <laughs> when he ends at the end yep oh yeah because they killed it remember he had that girlfriend they killed her olivia was it olivia diablo Patty, maybe? Uh, from the Patty wonder Kinsley. years right? yeah. Patty Kinsley. Is that no no it's not the girl from the wonder years it's uh patty kinsett was the uh Lee, uh the guy from oasis's girlfriend uh okay that not was Noel, the other one liam gallagher liam yeah Fun fact. Lethal Weapon 2 is one of the great sequels of all I time. I love Lethal Weapon 2. Yes. Yep. With the drive through scene of Joe Pesci, Battle yep. Order and Tuna. Yep. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yep. Um, you, you are right. He does touch on your out of your jurisdiction, which she is. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, you better read. You'd, you'd have more luck finding someone with the name of Miranda than you would read me my Miranda rights. Although you know, everybody's from Los Angeles on this boat. So it's just you LA. Know. You're basically in LA. This whole. Yeah. Uh, I like how he's like, well, if you turn me in, you'll just be buried in paperwork. Yeah. Like, what, what are you talking about? Where are Take we getting that. the paperwork Take from? Copper. Did. Don't be bothered. I guess he was trying to put her in a spot where she, only found out he was a crook because she banged him. Is that what he was trying to do? I, it's not very. That's not very husbandly, Bill. I I, th- I think Bill's sort of like thinking that maybe he was like a greater lover than he really is. He was just like, "Do you want more of Mister Bill, or do you want to be doing paperwork?" You know, and she's like, "Oh, she's totally gonna pick Mister Bill." Do you like, like the? She can't you like the fit of that pajama top. <laughs> uh, you know that is my pajama top. You can't read me my Miranda rights when we're sharing a single pair of pajamas. Oh, God. Uh, and here is here is the icing on this crappy cake. Oh. Is at the very end. Oh. He asks her, "You ever imagine what it would feel like <laughs> to be rolling in dough?" Just a douchiest, just <laughs> so in the course of this scene, yeah, they're they go from hooking up to in love to concerned about money to being told that he is a bank robber to revealing that she's a cop for her trying to arrest him in pajama pants. Then all of a sudden, they're back into it. 
just keeps going. And she is swimming in dollar bills. Like it is cash grab 75 or something. It and she's, she's rolling in the money and she says the words, you're crazy. And that scene goes on for like 30 seconds. It looked like that scene from Indecent Proposal. Yes. They play like it just like going They play it like she won a lottery, and she's supposed to be a serious cop. Again, it really is, shooting the women in in the foot like yeah, bad bad episode for all the women women you know fashion forward what we always say or whatever like that. This is not a empowering no. women. By any she's way. like I'm a cop, and he's like, yeah, it means you answer phones, girl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you love your paperwork. Like he's just such a jerk. What if you I know? throw a lot of money at you, literally? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Well, how much? Uh, I don't really know because it's just in a pile. I'm, but Well, yeah. Um, okay. By the way, uh, smooth criminal, uh, if you had a million dollars at the start, A, how would you know? Because it's just loosely put in your suitcase. Yeah, how B, many bills are under the bed now? chucked it all over this hotel. <laughs> like, I hope you turn the air off. Lose, like headphones in a hotel room, you'll never find them. It's so easy to lose a flat piece of paper when you when you strew them all about. Just that scene goes on so long, dude. It was that was a brutal. It was a br- there was so much added that didn't need to be added, but on top yeah. of it, like you're saying, it was just like, are we get it? Teehee. fucking bunch of crap, man. Oh. Julie drops in on Courtney and apologizes for bringing the ballet. Yeah, no kidding, Julie. Mind your own right. beeswax. Seriously. You don't have enough that's to do. Your, that's not her spot to do that. How does she have time? Well, even if she does, that's not her. Like, No. That you're... is Courtney's thing to say. You're blowing up his spot. That and she's at work. work. You shouldn't you know have time think, for all this. Hmm. You know what I think? It's one of two things. Either Julie didn't want to have Courtney around anymore. Or... Julie mm. was like, "Stewing sucks. <laughs> here's some, here's some comeuppance for stewing. It's one of the two. Hey, were you having a good dream? Cool. Come with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out. I can wake this old doddering fool up at five a.m. and yeah. ruin his family's lineage all at the same time. So hey, quickly, look how early I can ruin your entire day. Right. Let me wake yeah. you up to spoil don't it. Apologize. Oh. Don't, don't apologize, Julie." No, you, know you what did what doing. you did. You, there's no apologizing. You no. know what you're doing, you know and, exactly and she can't be doing. dumb enough to think it's just like a like a one sum situation. Like only one thing could possibly happen. What did she think was going to happen? Nothing. I, gonna think go, oh, I have a. I have a. I think she was trying to grease the wheel for Courtney to have the conversation, but that's not her business. I yeah, also she, think she enjoyed. I think she enjoyed stooping, having to wake up at 5 a.m. to find out that his the last of the stoopings is a ballet dancer. So, Hey, Kevin Stooping, wake up. I want to crush your world real quick. Come on. Come on. Come to the Lido deck. You got to see something crazy. It's going to rock your world and make you upset. Come on. Your brother might have a heart attack. Come on. Oh, all right. Pete Courtney stooping, by the all way. Right. Third. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> well, just from the giantism. He's not going to, you know what I mean? His organs are probably huge get, like Andre. So I don't think we ever get Courtney the fourth back, but do you think we get like Stubing's brother, Courtney's dad at some point or no? He's a small uh, man. Do you think it's like, who was is, who is Muggsy Bogues in 1980? <laughs> do you 
like Hank Hill's dad, whose like legs are cut off at the knee, like that kind cotton. of guy. Do you think we get Cotton Hill? <laughs> or you know what you do? You bring on Paul Williams. That's who you bring on as Stewing's brother, like this little always trying to get guy. Paul Williams on this I love show. Paul Williams. <laughs> he wrote the theme song. Got to get him on there. Uh, Captain Stewing bursts into the room and dismisses Julie. I love when he like walks in the room and he's like, "You're dismissed," and he's all. You know what? You know, but by the way, this is not a big military shot. vessel. You knock on that door. You wait you know for me to acknowledge you. Yeah. Do not knock and walk in. That like, is rude. Yeah, and keep your little stupid two finger salute too. We know it's not legit. Yeah, you're Courtney, You're right. Courtney's going to choke slam him. <laughs> so <laughs> great. Just splash. <laughs> uh. He bursts in the room, dismisses Julie. He asks Courtney if he really hates the sea. Courtney says more than anything. More than this Here's... episode, Courtney? I don't think so. <laughs> and and just when you think it can't get worse, Steubing makes this statement. He says he understands. His parents wanted him to be a surgeon. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You made this big spiel, this big spiel about stooping men following tradition of being sea captains and admirals, and you're going to say, for the sake of a story, you're going to write in that his parents wanted Captain Stubing. No, they didn't. We already met no, Stubby. We met like, Stubby. What are you talking about exactly. He's not that guy. He never wanted, No, he's not. He wants you to be a and he's going to rip you because you're you're a crappier captain than him. <laughs> He doesn't want you to be a doctor. He didn't want you to be a surgeon. Where did this come from? It's just but, lazy. But he insisted on following his dream of becoming a captain. Yeah. This is fiction. Yeah. This it's is pure fiction. Right. And he urges Courtney to pursue his passion in life. Because you gotta love what you're doing in life if you want to be happy, Mike. Don't forget that. <laughs> Don't ever <That's> forget. <laughs> well, they took the long way to get to that message. They could have said this like, is, I, didn't need, uh, I didn't need to meet Courtney to hear that message. Just I know what you're going to say. Is uh, is Stooping a worse captain than Courtney is a dancer? I, you know, it, it's incomplete. I haven't seen him do anything. He might be better, but I've I've never seen him steer anything or start anything or move nothing. The only thing I've seen him do is 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 fall when he was getting on another boat from from that boat. That's the only <laughs> thing nautical I've seen. Did you catch so that say, line? Hmm. Did you catch that line in the scene when uh, Courtney's like apologizing because he felt bad, and he's like, "I'll work hard, and I want to watch you command this ship." It's like, what are you going to gain? Yeah, you, know, you want to learn how to be in charge of four other people? <laughs> Great. You came to the right TV show. I don't. I hope you like, I hope you like dinners. <laughs> yeah. I hope you like bartenders. Uh, seem like it was just so weird. Yeah. Oh, and there's no like delegation, right? There's Julie's in charge of Gopher, but I guess Doc is just. <laughs> Doc could do it. Doc one. is just yes. I don't know. The whole thing's weird. Uh Noreen <laughs> finds stupid Rose leaning on the deck railing and announces it. <laughs> Here we go. Clark asked me to marry him, which again, everyone two days. Two days. <laughs> why does this keep happening? It's like what is this? Sea air? Like they the, both the, live. 
We've established they both live in poet, Los Angeles. You don't have date. to get married. You don't have to. You live no, across it. He owns date. the building you work in. <laughs> he already said he's going to come see you Monday to fix the floor. He already tried <laughs> to grab your suitcase. You. He's not going anywhere. Why, why are you? It doesn't make any sense. They <laughs> love the quick marriages on a plumber poet. Like all these. Let's the get married. Plumber poet lived in the different. Made a little more sense, a little more this, sense, but this is just I live at La Brea. I don't know where La Brea is, but it's close, I guess. <laughs> it's a it's it's yeah, it's really close. It's right, it's, it, it's all in the same city, it's just an area. Oh, uh, and I'm on board with Rose here because Rose is saying how stupid it is to marry someone you barely know. Amen. Rose is like, I want you to meet people, not marry somebody after knowing them for. 48 I mean, hours fine, but rose is all over the place now so oh rose is stalking strangers you don't know what she's lost her mind at this point right like i get yeah rose there is some truth in what she's saying now but everything she said in the first 20 minutes has been contradicted by everything she did in the next 20 minutes so rose is not a reliable narrator <laughs> no Ro- rose is just a human boomerang of emotion like she can't right. stabilize she's all over the right. place Right. She's just yelling, saying, "You know, you've been a spinster all your life." She's an easy, you're an easy mark. Then she yeah, screams. She that was that was screwed that was up, harsh. man. That was harsh. Because then it was like, oh, she doesn't want. Maybe she's after that money. Maybe that's part of it too. She worries about her uh, few. It's, yeah, and then she he yells, "You're oh the like dental labo- the dental laboratory money." Yeah, the you know all that yeah. money from testing teeth. Yeah, but Clark. Clark Tyler's got money. He's got his own building. He didn't need anything. She just has to be straight up with Clark Tyler. I don't want to marry you. Why would I? Why would it? It's just stupid. It's like people get on the ship and they just somebody hits them on the head or they get drugged. Everybody wants to get married. Which? Hmm. Which speed dating is worse? Is it Clark and Noreen marriage proposal? Or is it Bill and Stephanie? I love you. Oof. I'm gonna say Bill because Bill's just just so dumb. Because Clark yeah. didn't have a suitcase with all that money and a plan. He's a I think you're right. Plan. <laughs> I think you're right too because I feel like Noreen and Bill or Noreen and Clark are like of the same society circles, right. and right. you know they have like a. Like that makes sense, right? Like I don't think they should eventually I get it. But yeah, right. I don't sense. think they should have had a marriage proposal, but like they absolutely no. should have dated outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I get that. Yeah, the Bill and Stephanie thing makes it's makes zero sense. I, zero. I no yep. logic there at all. Yeah, I agree. Uh Stephanie tells stupid Bill that she should re- you know, he should report his you know, report this to Captain Stubing. <laughs> but then she's like the worst cop <laughs> ever. Like like what for what? What are they gonna put you in the vault while you're like right. what are you Yeah, they're gonna tie you to Doc's medical desk. <laughs> uh yeah, like um But this is where like Stephanie like you know what's funny? It's like she came in all hot and then she kinda got hot. lazy. Bill was yeah. right. It's like you don't want to do all this paperwork. No. You're right it, though. You should have called you should have called Stephanie. She yeah. should have immediately, I mean, not it seems like a lot. Not say I really should. That's what you do. Because if you say you yeah. really should, then you're looking for a reason not to do it. You know, essentially. Right. right. Uh, boy. Uh, she but wanted then that, she, she wanted mm-hmm. that strange available on demand the rest of the trip. 
she wanted that dude to dump that money on her again because she just went crazy. <laughs> You're so crazy. You're so crazy. <laughs> I mean, is that what happens? Like if somebody dumped a million dollars in cash, would I just, ah, do you just turn into that you person? You don't know how you'd react. I don't know. <laughs> if a million dollars in loose bills. <laughs> bills. Uh, yeah, but then, so, so now she's backpedaling. Well, can I trust you not to flee to Rio? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Can I have my suitcase back? Sure. Here's the thing, though. Do you really care if you're Stephanie? No. Like, I get that you can't go with him. Because nobody knows. But nobody knows, right. Exactly. Right. And like, Bill, nobody knows. the only person who knows is Bill, and he ain't going to say anything. Bill's not going to well. That's well, not true. Probably Bill would. can't He's stop talking. But, ul- yeah. but yeah, ultimately, right. But it's like the worst thing that happens for Stephanie if Bill gets off the boat is this guy she loves, but she'll wake up like tomorrow and realize that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, hammer. So it's really a harmless crime for Stephanie. Just let this, just let this fool just go. Just let him go. Who cares? Yeah. You want to deal with this dummy? No. No. That money's probably not even real. No, he's so stupid. It's he, he Monopoly money. He robbed the Monopoly game. <laughs> robbed the Monopoly convention and took off on a three-day weekend. It's a million yeah. dollars in fine cars. No, Apparently, she's uh, she's colorblind and can't see the difference between those bills and the regular uh, bills. She's just, it's just. Yeah, this is. Ugh. Oh, boy. Just ugh. Noreen. Noreen tells Clark she's turning down his proposal. Marriage wouldn't work. Because she's so independent. And he's like, your dependence is what I love most about you over the course of the last 31 hours. Right. Also, what about your eyes? Yeah. Hello. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Just come on. Do you think Bill's or uh, Clark is just trying to get out of fixing that floor? I think this he's is, just trying to get her so hammered. She, she'd agree to let him out of the whole floor deal. <laughs> I'm going to ply you with drinks and then take you on a brisk walk. If you don't agree, I will not push you overboard. Clark Clark says that he is waiting around for Noreen when she changes her mind or whatever. Uh, Clark's got money. He's got no game, but he's got money. He's like, he's not waiting around. He's got, you know what? If Noreen had been like, nah, Clark uh, walks her out and then gets back on the boat. Oh, it's (laughs) it's it's takes the next one. (laughs) Rotating door. Somebody's grabbing his arm and he's back on. Let's marry you. This guy literally hit on her in line to get on the boat. Like he, he's just gonna, you know. He tried to grab her bag. Right. Like, don't forget, like it's a weirdly aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Does hey, he just your, travel with an engagement your, ring? Like, what's, how your, does... what's your meet cute story, guys? Oh well, you know. <laughs> we tried to grab my bag, and then I'd known him for thirty-one hours, and some for some reason he had an engagement ring. Yeah. My uh, sister had a bit of a of a schizophrenia fit, so. And then Rose Rose shot him and killed him. <laughs> I should never have let her sleep in the guest house. No, nope. she just watches other people dance in the dark while she cleans her weapon. Poor Rose. <laughs> uh, the big spoiler. The big spoiler here is Rose, of course. Yeah, comes back in later seasons as a regular character. But not as Rose, as Mrs. Steubing. 
a, like a future Mrs. Steubing? A future Mrs. Steubing. I think after Happy Days gets canceled, Marion Ross joins the show much later. Like, because I did my usual, like, who else pops up on this show? Yeah. And she basically is a regular, I think, post Julie. That's interesting. It might have been that last season where, as we've established earlier in this episode, they're desperate. But I think Steuben gets married. Yeah. Well, she wasn't. You know, these these shows love a wedding. Like a oh, and a she's a big wedding. star. Like anybody yeah. that was on Happy Days is a big star. I mean, she's a legitimate star. To your point, it is more indicative of a weirdly wasted episode. Yeah, I, like because it wasn't even a likable character. I get. I get going against type, like the Marsha yeah. Brady thing with the shorter hair, whatever, you know, however you want to do that. But I thought it was an odd fit because it didn't. Well, you I also, thought the role was a little beneath her, to be honest with and, you. With, and right. And you kind of like tag teamed her. And I, I actually like Noreen, the actress. I thought she did a really good job, but like you're already cutting into Marion Ross by having her in a, like a two-hander right so it's right, like right. you didn't give her a lot, to, you give her a lot yeah. to do right no, yeah i didn't this would have been one of those ones where you let her carry the ball for the storyline and they really didn't yeah it was weird ship is now in mazatlan stephanie's asking julie if she's seen bill stupid julie just <laughs> spilling guts she must be hanging out with bill you know or don't tell him but tell him he's so stupid Julie tells her that earlier Bill had asked about a jewelry store and then asked her not to say anything to ruin the surprise. Why would he say anything? I was going to say, he so does, can't Bill, help himself. does Bill get caught by Julie and then have to make it up? No, I think, I think this was his off my trail story, but the off my trail story is just, Bill can't, just, Bill can't shut up. Just shut just up and go. Just get off, go. The, boat. Just just get get off, off the, boat. the boat. Yeah. Like, had what she said, think? no, I haven't seen him. Like, okay, he's gone. So what, do you, what do you, what are the, what are the hours between the scene, the previous scene where Bill's like, I'm not going to run on you. And mm-hmm. this, like they're hooking up, I would imagine. Right. So they're sleeping in the same room. Yeah, I would think it wasn't like that a few minutes later. So do you think he's like sneaking out while she's asleep? Like, is it that ridiculous? But would the, wouldn't the Mazatlan have to be on day two, or is this day three? Like, if it takes you two days to get here, and you're on a three-day cruise. So that, they how, hook how up. How does this work? They hook up day two, because the breakfast. The they breakfast. have that conversation in the right. morning of day three. Right. It had to be more than a three-day cruise. Well, hold on. So he stole the money Friday night. Right. The cruise leaves Saturday, let's say. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They hook up, they they have the drinks and all that stuff Sunday right. in the casino Sunday. They hook up Monday, right. Tuesday is the holiday. Yeah, you're right. There's a day missing somewhere. Just like it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't check. add up. Yeah. But like, why do you just leave? Just go. Or, oh, or him don't. coming back is, him coming like, back is, is, is stupid. That's absolutely stupid. Yeah. Dummy. Uh... And I, I just wrote here, Julie has zero awareness. Like, she yeah. can't keep a secret so, for anything. Don't tell Julie anything. Yeah. Um, but maybe Bill knew, maybe that is actually the one thing Bill did well, is he was like, Julie will do a bunch of diversions for me. It's just, 
Yeah. But once you're off the boat, she's never really going to find him in Mazaslan. No, you're just going to be he's yeah. just going to be distracted by some other lady that he gets right. instant he instantly falls in love with. And by the way, like I know that she's a LA cop. I don't think she's on like stakeout because she does not do a great job of tracking. No. She just kind of stands in the lobby and like turns her head a couple times. Nothing. Like what? <laughs> Terrible cop. I don't think she really wanted to find him. No, of course not. I think she uh, wanted to convince herself that she looked enough that she could sleep when I agree. I she agree. goes to work on Tuesday and there is a ju- uh, report about the bank brokerage house being robbed. Yeah, she doesn't want to look like, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. yeah. She heads back to the cabin. She finds a letter left by Bill that basically says, I've been planning this for years. You are a terrible police officer. An invitation to look him up if she's ever in Rio. I wouldn't even like get out of here with that. When did he do that? She didn't see that. He snuck in there. Like, how did right. how did he even get in there? Right. He has to find out where she stays. She's on the A deck. That's a whole flight of stairs. Clearly, we're dealing with a super cop type situation here. Like you have to, or, or the greatest criminal mind of our generation. Something. Where was this guy a couple weeks ago? We needed a, a proper plan A. Good lord. <laughs> Oh no! To be fair, this guy would have been good, yeah, on the caper crew. He would have gotten into the vault. He would have gotten in the vault. The problem was he would have been screwed. He would have told everybody, "Yeah, look what I found. Look what I've got." This guy's so stupid. Plan E. I think. I think it's just his ultimate plan. He's like, "I'm gonna make. I'm gonna come across as so stupid that it would just be like." Be uh, it wouldn't be plausible that I would successfully steal a million dollars because I'm this dumb. Just Bill. Here's Rose. She's telling Noreen she's been thinking about how happy she's looked lately, and it reminded her of the way she used to look. I'm gonna stop right here. I'm gonna stop right here. <clears throat> this is just ridiculous, lazy writing. She just goes right back to her original form. Single friend, it like it's just it's that single friend thing. Go meet somebody. Comma, you spend too much time with them. Comma, go meet somebody. It's just I'm I'm done with yeah. I'm done with yeah. Rose. It's a waste yeah. of time. No, I agree. I agree. Just There's like no enough. like I said, my note is Rose, who is yet to be officially diagnosed with bipolar disease. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like it's, she's crazy in this. Just it's, it's insane. And it's almost like like I said, it's one of those things where um, you know, somebody wrote the first half of the script, somebody wrote the second third of the script, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, wait a minute. <laughs> so let me we have fix to wrap them. this up. Yeah. Everything ends in a marriage or like a new friendship. It's just a whole <clears throat> uh Isaac's delivering a champagne cocktail to Stephanie. I didn't order one of those, she says, and Bill appears. Like, I don't know how he get back on the ship. Did he swim? Right. Like, how did you get back on the ship? Did you find a giant seahorse? The scene before Gopher points out that the an hour left. is up. Yeah. Right. So right. is he so, on the boat the whole time? What is going on? Yeah. Like, stop it. It'd be better if that note was the end of it. He appears and says, Rio just wouldn't be the same without you. Yeah, because you wouldn't, you're not going to Rio without her because you're so, you're so dumb, Bill. Stephanie makes it clear she's going to arrest him once they're back in LA. Like, Great. Thanks. Great. That's awesome. Great. She, uh, he asked her if she'd be willing to wait around for him, and she says yes. And then uh, they start smooching into commercial. I, I wrote a note here. 
Uh, the note is, let me be Bill in this situation. Okay, number one, no champagne cocktail sent. Number two, zero chance this super cop is keeping me from my retirement in Brazil. And also, this is why it's important not to overshare. That Those are my three takeaways with this horrible storyline. Bill... Bill will end <laughs> up with neither yes. the money or the girl. No. Like nothing. You would have at least gotten one. And guess what, Bill? The money. You've been working on this plan for years. For years. How did he keep like, his job? He's well, so dumb. The, here, here's, here's the thing. Go no. to Rio. Go to Rio. Take a bead. Right, take a take a minute. Yeah, thirty days. Thirty you know days. Chill couple, out. In a couple months, if you're still like, oh man, I still miss that. I can't get her off my mind. Right. Blah, blah, blah. There's take, ways. Take figure it out. You you yeah. figure it out. You're making a rash decision at the worst possible time. This is. It's the first shiny thing he sees. I must have yeah. that. I'm like, bro. Yeah. yeah. You got a bag full. Uh, get off that. Love, get off that love boat, man. Get on the. Get on that common sense boat. No kidding. <laughs> Just hello. Uh, while departing the ship, weird Clark invites Rose to live in his guest house where she declines, but she sort of takes it upon herself to run the dental lab business. What the? F- but wait, so, so Noreen's not right? going to work anymore. Yeah, you don't get married. I'll run your business. What? It was weird. Why can't she do both? dumb it's so dumb fred's not it's, dead fred's, fred's not, not fred's dead. faking fred's faking it yeah fred's he's he's very much alive although fred might have faked it to get away from rose i mean at this point oh yeah uh stephanie points out to stupid bill that since today is a holiday he could sneak into his old office return the cash without anyone knowing he stole it because stephanie is a super cop a yet another brilliant idea from super cop stephanie but he says but i would know and i wouldn't want uh, anything he knows the whole world knows because bill just can't shut up he says he didn't want to involve her in a cover-up but it's not a cover-up they it's not a cover-up they wouldn't know and here's the thing if the lady who's going to turn you in is okay with that option then you do that and you at least get the girl or you stay off the boat and you get the money. He got neither. That's (laughs) at this point. That's why you go. Oh, I think I left my wallet. You know what I mean? I think I left the gas on in the room and you just go. I mean, if he can, if he can swim up to the boat at a moment's notice, (laughs) he has the power of teleportation. I I don't understand. Like what's, what is, what happens when they get off the boat? Like literally, is she like cuffing she gonna go him? She's gonna go to L- she's gonna go to a precinct and say what? Well, I mean, is she like knocking him down and cuffing him on the gangplank? I this honestly, I think the second they get off the boat, I think he knocks her out. I really do. I think this takes a weird, violent turn that they couldn't show on TV. I think it has to. It's something. It's just stupid. It's this just so stupid. And he doesn't. You can't write even... without. Like there's no consequence to writing something, and I like, know it's a stupid TV show, but you have to. Try to buy, he doesn't try to buy her off. He doesn't try to do anything. He doesn't even try to be charming. Like it's he like looks so 
when he shows back up with the champagne cocktail, he looks so destroyed as a man. (laughs) Just stay off the boat, man. Because he couldn't even look at it like, whew, I almost got caught. Blah, 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 as he's he's sipping on coffee or whatever they drink in Rio. Yeah. It's awful. Courtney apologizes Mm -hmm. to the captain and crew for not being a better sailor. He promises to work hard at being the best ballet dancer he can be and then immediately trips off the ship. And he hits his head on the watcher his stepson. And the captain just chuckles uh, at his nephew's clumsiness. Yep. That's, That's it. it. That's it. The endings, the the literal endings of these shows lately have been just awful so just like the yank the core i mean this one fine it's fine please yeah, yeah this one could have been a, a 16 minute episode and i would have been fine yeah. with it let's <clears throat> uh let's let's get the totals in a recap um please so i looked it up because i was i was pretty confident um so the previous episode that we had as the worst episode was the christmas episode um yeah, yeah which okay. we even made a we even made a note on that show to mention that it was the worst episode and we should keep track of that. Um, and while the uh, Florence Henderson inner monologue thing was really bad in that episode, um, like probably worse than anything, this was by far the worst episode we've done. Without I mean, a peer. Without a peer. Like, this is just the fact that we are sitting here saying our. Our favorite thing was probably the Pratt falling giant. Had to be. (laughs) Had to be. It wasn't enraging. Well, the thing that bothered me the most was I do think the first 10, 15 minutes, there's something there, right? You have really good characters. Yeah. And then to just complete everybody in this episode, except for Clark Tyler, completely changes their mind oh it like back to original form. Yeah. right and then sometimes right 360s it just doesn't um, no nothing was good for the most part the acting sucked it was i say it's terrible. way worse than the christmas episode i mean yes. way worse like i don't know i i couldn't think of a number but there's it's going to be tough and as we've seen with those no but you never know you never know you know we may have a different take but this was I will say it was that thing where I saw the number before I watched the episode. So I probably went into it expecting it and it was worse than I thought. So respect to the IMDb viewers. I'll be curious to see if we find worse than this, but this is the classic thing we always talk about where the best episodes, all three storylines hit and none of these storylines hit and aggressively didn't hit. You know, like it's it's just funny because like, you know, sometimes like bad wrestling is good, right? Or, Or a bad movie is good. But this was just beyond. Well, it's like we said, right? It wasn't like these were wacky plots. Even this, the Courtney stooping thing was more centered than maybe I thought it was with Pratt falling and stuff, right? But the other two are ostensibly straight up storylines that just jerk around so much that there's no. Like, as much as we didn't like, like the Walter Perry. 
embezzlement framing right. thing. At least that was linear, right? Like at least right. that it was made like, sense. Uh, there was some right. logic you could apply, right. but like this, this is, and even this one, I, I sometimes I don't understand. I feel like the strength of the show is the cat is the crew, meaning they're barely they're barely and they're in barely it. in this. It's like yeah. I'm sure Doc would have helped a little more. Isaac would have helped. Gopher barely was in it. Yeah. Just something like lean on them when it's you know when yeah. when that storyline is just yeah. weak. It was and they was, and they didn't was, do that. It was very weak and it was very uh, heavy. Captain Stubing, like very heavy Stubing. I mean, for obvious yeah. reasons, but like that that's not doing you a favor if you go that heavy on Stubing. I mean, and it's I not think, stubby. I think history has proven you correct so far. Mm. The the if Stubing is is getting the most carries in a game. It's probably not the best episode. No, you're not winning that game. You're not winning. Captain of the week. It's tough. Uh, Captain of the week. Good Lord, Mike. Uh, (laughs) mm, um, Captain of the week is going to be Doc for just avoiding this entire mess. (laughs) He tried briefly and he went, he went, you know what? I'm Bernie effing. I'm, I'm out. I want nothing to do with it. I it, I, it, I, I don't tough. have anyone. I don't it's have anyone. Tough. That's the that's the only shining light. Yeah. So I went with uh, Clark Tyler, and the reason I went with Clark Tyler is because he is the only person who did not change course in this episode. So you're awarding he, that for consistency. Yes, he started this episode wow. eyes on the prize. The whole way through, that was his main thing. And he ended up with the same thing. Like he, he was, he didn't lose anything and he didn't, if anything, right. he gained something, but, but his, right, 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 right. right. He, in, he in an episode filled with variables, he stayed the, the course. So I'll go with him. I will say, like, the peak, the peak of Stephanie and the peak of Noreen were outstanding. But I agree. They I agree. Dropped them into these buckets so badly just was very disappointing. Mm, not a fan. I feel like I know where we're going to end up here. Walk the plank. I mean, you know, Jimmy Keds, Bobby Adidas, Ricky <laughs> Nike, whatever. Get, get off the boat, bro. Just get off. I think it's just ridiculous. Just done with it. Yeah. It, uh, it's bad. He wasn't, it's just terrible acting and he just, I, I I just I I it's so funny because we just went through the caper episode sure. where there were these four criminal masterminds quote unquote who couldn't get the actual thing done. This idiot gets it done and then falls victim to the first dame he passes on a boat. Like just a dummy. Just can't help himself. Yeah. And and just no logic. No logic to any no, of it. It's zero just, logic. Yeah. So that's totals and a recap for this week. All right. Uh, plugs. Uh, this week we have a few more plugs. So let's go ahead and knock those out. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Love Boat Project. You can find us on YouTube, Love Boat Project. We have a Facebook group, Love Boat Project. And you can email us at the Love Boat Project at gmail.com. Big announcement. You can now find us where you find your audio podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and Google. 
Uh, please subscribe and download our entire library. So check it out. Uh, smash that like button. Smash the like button and subscribe. Subscribe, right, yeah. Download, subscribe. Uh, Mike, what did Jim Backus and Paul Burke have in common? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Paul Burke? Exactly. <laughs> Is that next week? I would the imagine. The answer is episode 18. So All we right. will see. Well, thank you, Mike, for joining uh, another amazing voyage on this <laughs> <Yeah>. Love Boat project. <laughs> Thanks, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>